0: You do cut small to get fresh crew. You review the books, get shaved and dirty looks. Now that long time, just say poop,
1: Poop, poop. It's time to get weird in here as we jump into the show that breaks down, cracks up, skews, and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is episode number 331 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. The big 331 is The big 331. Eric,
2: and we're here Monster with a, a bunch of big books as things kind of come to an end somewhat in December. We'll be heading off into future state and then the books coming back. In March But yeah, a bunch of books as we go through You know, the monthly books Each time one pops up It's it's ending for a little bit And usually coming back with a new creative team So that throws some excitement into this all, right? I mean, you're you're all really excited We get more of The Endless Winner We're going to have the penultimate issue Of The Dark Knight's Death Metal as well So a pretty big week of books Not too many, but just right But you can find us over on the Twitter at Weird Science DC You can go over to our website com, And also go to our Patreon account Patreon.com slash Weird Science Where we do a bunch of other shows Including a weekly Patreon-only Spotlight picked by the badasses that get fresh Crew. beep, a boop And they ended up picking Two of the three endless <laughs> winner Books this you know, week, good like that, but it it kind of is an okay deal because they ended up picking Justice League number fifty eight, which is chapter five, and mm-hmm. then Endless Winter Teen Titans number one, chapter six, and we will be doing chapter four, the Aquaman book in the first section of books as we go off to that. So it'll be a springboard. You listen to us talk about Aquaman. You see how much
1: we are loving this endless winter. If you're winter, already on the Patreon, you've already you heard us over. talk about chapter five and six. But we're waiting for chapter four. And really, breath. does it matter?
2: Does, does, does it matter the idea? The only thing that really does matter so far are the flashbacks. And really, you don't really get that much in the Aquaman 66. It seems big. But it's not because it really doesn't get referenced much at all. I mean, having a swamp thing die. When was the last time we saw that, Eric? JLD. But, yeah, still die, still yeah. big. I like to in that where when we get to it, I have to remember the idea that it's like this time's swamp thing. And I know it's probably confused. 70% of the people not understanding what that meant but 70% 72% maybe wow. 72 and three a lot of quarter people don't know percent. What's going on in DC no, Comics no I don't think a lot of people would understand actually for the books that we've had especially not a swamp thing except for it being in JLD that they really understand that there's different swamp things I would think that they are all up in, up in arms Eric I saw people screaming you tell and me
1: that people didn't go and grab that Halloween swamp thing no. spectacle whatever the hell it was where we had all these swamp things throughout I'm time I'm telling you you have all those swamp things throughout time i guarantee you talk to people they just
2: said that's what? All, all throughout time <laughs> like really no it was swamp thing you know swampy and then you're in the background singing swamp thing you love that bam, right bam, that theme. Bam, bam, bam. but those picks are and we'll get more into the swamp thing theme in a little bit eric might really? sing it for us you're gonna sing it for us but the the badasses of the get fresh crew eric who picked the two books it, it's time for us to salute them. It's time for us to give the badass roll call. I hope I have this right. Uh, yes, I do. We have Jay Jennings, Josh Murray from Not Our Robot Podcast, Ted Probst, Lawrence Lee, Forrest Pauly, Cam, Joseph Wojcik, Matt Razor, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Lady Abby, Matches Balone, Neil's T-Word, David Zink. I don't know why he got that, but he did. Uh, Joey Bear got Casco almost did casco it again Jim. Casco. did it Casco Stephen Baum he plays hockey Tony Walton Jason Colby that's 242 to you Michael G. Ken Hallicom. Boom Rocky. Cellar Dweller. Mark Jager, Eric G. Aldrin. Stoja. Nick Adams. Bill Abir. Ruben. Carlos. Lone Wolf Marv. Or Lone Marv Wolfman. Or whatever he ended up having. Wrong turn. Say T-Funk. Luke. Hollywood. Simon. Luis. Manship. Manship. You said the other day it's snowing. It's 30 degrees or colder. And he's going out disking. Yeah, disk yeah. Edram Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, Bobby Bane, Dalton, Eden. my man Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond Mark, our man Rob Lewis, Brandy Murray up there in Buffalo. He thinks it's summertime right now, by the way, and Double A-Run in Minnesota. He also thinks it'd be summertime. Those places are cold there. They're cold, like Double A-Run. He's got a, a heart like a ice cube, I hear, Heidi said. And also it's, give it's me a shout-out. To our guy Reggie, I mentioned Reggie a lot last night. We ended up doing on the Patreon the DC back issues. I did it with Mark Jacobson, and we did ambush book. And I said Reggie tried to get me to read that piece of crap issue for so long, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing. it. I'm like he is laughing at me right now. And I said a lot of times with Reggie. He would always want, even you, to do stuff. It wasn't that he thought we might enjoy it. He oh, really no. wanted us because no, no. he knew we'd hate it, and so he could laugh at us. That's all it was. It always he wanted to was spread that. the misery. Oh my god, I remember. He's like, you got to read this stocking stuffer. I read like two pages, and I wrote back, like this. Keith Giffen is such a jerk. And he's like, ah, he's laughing. I, I like, like, yeah, like you you got to watch article. this horror
1: flick. Oh man, is it good? No,
2: no, <laughs> okay. it's terrible. Maybe Richie knew what I was about. This, I don't know. Eric. You <laughs> don't want it, do we? But, yeah, we we are going to go into these books. But before, we ended up having a bunch of snow. It was almost like an endless winter here for one, for one day. Yeah. It was endless for one day. And I did tell the people in the Slack I wanted to just quickly tell the worst shade ever thrown. It was my son, Logan, who when I said, oh, how much is it going to snow? He ends up, oh. It looks like it's going to be 20 inches. So I made the joke. Yeah, that's what I gave your mom last night. <laughs> very inappropriate, right? And he goes, no way. More like nine and a half, huh? And I'm looking at him. He goes, well, that's pretty impressive as well.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where you're getting this, son.
0: See, I'm, that was I'm actually the inappropriate very- deal. That's
1: the thing; is it's very inappropriate. I'm I'm wondering if it's more that I oh man, look at this dumb thing my son said, or hey everybody, let me tell you how big my dick is. No, it's that as well. What's going on right now? When am I going to? Are you trying to rip your son down or boost yourself up here? Why can't we have both there?
2: Why can't we have both? I mean, let's take it all there. I just looked at him and shook my head. I'm like. Th- that's not Stop really great at me in the shape. Shower. And then he's just like, "I just want to be accurate." I'm like, "Did you get a measurement <laughs> out?" Of he has that iPad, uh, you know, measuring thing. I'm like, "Really?"
0: Uh, you talk about doing, boundaries buddy? in the
2: Werner House. Yeah, there is no, but it's it's the Thunderdome here in the Werner House, and it's that's a lot of trouble. Zach is so desperate to get out right now because he hates everybody in this house that he has actually volunteered to deploy. Uh But to North Carolina, I think it was to help out with COVID and stuff like right. that. He just wants to get the hell out. He told me, I need to get sense. out of here. I'm like, really? This asshole, he, he's off right now working illegally at a restaurant that decides they're going to stay open. Coming home. He's count money as he comes home. He's got just cash going. He's like fanning himself with it. He's a bartender now, No, that's Eric. the
1: thing is, Jim. They have all of this open seating. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to sit inside there. I mean, you want to because it's cold as shit outside, but no, maybe they inside. are up and no. up, Jim. No, they're
2: not. They're not. I know they aren't. And he told me the bar ain't outside. He's sitting there packed bar. Yeah, that's what you doing got waitresses bartending. and waiters for. He's it. Bring throwing drinks bottles out. around like he's in cuisine. He's doing Cocktail, all that nonsense all that deal. And he says to me yesterday, now he just turned 21. On December eighth, and you know most people wait until they're twenty one to drink, Eric, like I did. What? <laughs> most people. So he says to me though. Yesterday he comes home, and it was late, but I was up doing some stuff and all. And he comes home, and he's like, "Man, I gotta watch it." I think I'm becoming an alcoholic. I'm like, really? That, that's a quick run to that. drank
1: two weeks in a row, daddy. Yeah, and I
2: said, well, w- what's going pull on? That like, how much? My gal, let me see it. Yeah, really?
0: <laughs> let <laughs> me These see. Are weird in this household. Let me see
1: how many inches of snow we're
2: really getting. He said to me, uh, yeah, I think I'm becoming an alcoholic. And I said, really? Like, what's going on? And I realized that it's because I am so anti-alcohol, that he thinks an alcoholic is somebody who had three beers a night. <laughs> it's all because of me, because I yell and scream. Tanya so goes a dumbass. Well, that, and also, you know, maybe I have taught him well, Eric. He has the fear of the Werner in him. That he's I dumb have as hell. I'm telling you, uh, the other day, uh, actually it was Thanksgiving, uh, Zach and Alex had bought some beer. If you're going to invite Alex anywhere, you, uh, you have to have beer. If you yeah. don't have beer, he's not coming. So they got a bunch of beer. Of course, Alex shows up and says it's all bullshit, but it's there. And they're like, come on, come on, dad, have a beer. And I'm like, all right. And I crack open the beer. Logan's losing his mind again. Everybody, I got to go tell mom. "Ah," He's yelling. Of course, this is during dinner. Where's mom? She's upstairs, Eric, because she wanted no parts of the holiday. But Logan goes running up. I took one sip, didn't like it, put it down, never drank enough. And I heard about it for a week. Oh, man, you were probably drunk, weren't you? Probably. What? Probably. Look at all that alcohol, you little man. It's true. The other day, Zach brought home some red wine, and I hate wine. Fancy. I really do. I said the only it's wine that- Is a wino that- now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might be. M- my biggest wine is, why do I have to record tonight? That's my favorite why wine. Why did I have <laughs> so many kids? Why did I have these kids? Uh, I ended up trying some. I did get a little tipsy. Oh. And-, and it tasted like crap. I hate it. I hate red wine. And I said, How much was this fancy yeah, wine? You White got? Kind of guy, huh? Yeah, it was like nine ninety nine. Like <laughs> a jug. It had three X's on it. I think it was that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh he did get Tanya for his birthday though, got him a big giant, like growler type thing from the one brewery nice. in town. And he never drank it. It was just sitting there and I was going to drink it. I actually was because, again, like the idea of the cakes my mom made, I needed to swoop in and make Tanya because she was getting upset that he hadn't tried it. And I looked and on the thing, it said nine percent alcohol. I'm like, no, no, no you not fine. for me. Not for me. I would have been gone, Eric. I think we were recording that night. And who knows what I would have said then. I mean, really. I might have <laughs> told stupid stories about my kids and wangs. Who knows? Maybe I drank it earlier. Maybe I'm medicated. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Actually, I have my uh, appointment on Tuesday. I think a brand new Jimmy boy will be heard next week. Eric, What more do you think is really down. different with that? I'll be calm. I'll be a little more calm, less angry.
1: I, I, I don't remember a period where you were not, you know, angry about something going on in the books. No, I remember. It was back at the beginning of Rebirth, Eric, or maybe when I read that Bizarro
0: story. You didn't
2: have story. Your pills at that point. Christos Gage, I wasn't doing, you know, I was fine. I didn't have them then either. Oh, but I did read uh, recently that when you are on Adderall and you go back, you do get a little more emotional. So that might be, I'll just start crying. And and you're going to take these
1: pills responsibly when you're supposed to, right? I do. Well, that's the thing. You (sighs)
2: say responsibly as if you're going to let people think that I take like 10 in a day that I'm supposed to take one. That's not the case. What happens no, three. is I'm supposed to take it at like eight in the morning and I forget. So I take it at 12 and then I'm supposed to take oh the man, other one. I need at three, to get happy at this point. I'm, I'm going to take one there. right now. And I always forget, especially in the morning. I don't really like to take it right when I wake up. It makes me feel funny. Well, that's because right. It's the afternoon. Down below. Oh yeah. I wake up at five. I mean, at a crack of five, 5 PM. But yeah, there you go. Eric. That's the beginning of the podcast for a podcast that, uh, I think that we're going to try to have a little fun with these books, Eric. I'm not going to say we that we do that love normally? the books. No, sometimes I'm just in a pretty much a death battle against you is how I go into it. And then seriously, I do. But I think I'm going to relax a little. Maybe Feels give you a little that, right? preview of what it's Thunderdome with me and you as well as in the house. I'm going to just relax. We're going to go through these books together. No fighting. No fussing and fighting. We're going to be hugging and a- kissing, Eric, because we're going to go off right now to the books. No. Here we are with the reviews, meat, and cheese of the podcast. And with that, we have three books in this first section, the three big books of the week, including... Dark Knight's Death Metal, but before that If you want to read the reviews Head on over to our website WeirdScienceDCComics.com Where you can get reviews of all the books Usually that come out each week, but also by A bunch of other people, some of them We've ditched, Uh, people have gotten sick Of our negative attitudes, Eric And there's some like a uh, uh, What's it called, Strange Adventures, I don't need The hassle anymore, I ditched that shit I don't need that, but we're going to start With Dark Knight's Death Metal right here This is the penultimate issue of a book that's
1: seriously, if can we you really ask say me, that? Because we still have another tie into this next week. Now,
2: those ties don't mean shit. I told oh. you this
1: all along. Well, what so the speed hell is metal that? Metal didn't mean shit to the story. No, I'm telling you, if
2: they're going to go with the deal, this is the penultimate issue of Dark Knight's Death Metal. It's the deal. If
1: you're reading but the that Trinity Crisis, to- whatever that was called, Doesn't that was matter. that was like a four point two. Yeah, I, I don't know what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, it 4. was. 5.
2: Until we found out it meant shit we didn't do anything with the crisis stuff. I mean, we thought it meant something. It didn't, it ended up being a dupe. It ended up being nothing. So no, that, that thing next week is not part of the panel. I'm not going to sit there and say, this is the penultimate issue of death metal, maybe of the event because they have them all there, but I don't even know what's going on with this. And with that, if you told me right now, how many issues have we had of all these death metal things and how long it's been going no on? Idea. I'd get out
1: the abacus. I think like it's, say, like it's been going on for six months now,
2: seven hundred, three, seven, Hundred and ten issues and it's been going on for a century that's what it seems like to me i'm really tired of this and i think that once we got more of an idea of what future state kind of was at least we have the books we see what characters are in them we have the creative teams and then also just recently day ago as we're recording this got the march solicits of what's coming back in march different creative teams all that I'm done with this. I really am not real interested in this death metal anymore. I see that we're just going to move on. We're going to do things. I just want to get to that. Now, obviously we're going to be talking and reviewing these and I hope that I like them, but I'm just kind of tired of all of this nonsense, and just would wish that we're already in Jan. Is it January yet? Can we no. go as then? No, I wish it was. Dark Knight's Death Metal number six, and and it's this this book is definitely one of those where it's become the the tale of two types of reviews. Almost like every Bendis book, where everybody's giving it tens, but then you see the user reviews. People are losing their minds. <laughs> Nobody likes it, it seems. And really, one of the things that I'm saying about this and wanting to move on from it already. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody at all. This is a huge issue, and in even just in the slack, the stuff that we end up dealing with, I didn't see anybody talking about this. But that's the at thing: all. is you say
1: it's a huge issue. Is it a huge issue?
2: Yeah, it's death metal. It's it's number six of seven of an event. The, it's a, a big sequel event. to an
1: event that never made sense yeah, the original the event, one though
2: that is setting up everything going forward it, it even says in that whole infinite universe deal that we're going to get in march that's going to set the you know road thing going forward too it's like out of dark knight's death metal from dark knight's death metal you even have the three big writers of this Tynan, williamson and then of, of course scott snyder doing that and so whatever ends this is what Sets up future stay with So it's huge This is the big thing I mean if this isn't I know you want your winter event to be the old, you know, endless winner. Love that to be my winner. But it's there. not. I mean, this is the big book. This is what they put all their chips in. Well, you yeah, don't- that's the
1: thing is. This is the big book, and you're saying how it's like this big thing that's going to lead to all these changes going forward. We have future state coming out of this. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, a future look with like 5, 10, 25, 35 years in the future, depending on what book you're dealing with, this whole thing. But when we get back in March, we're going to be dealing with a lot of the same we stories don't that we had. not
2: know. Because, like I said, some of the stuff like the magistrate and stuff like that is supposedly set up from this, but then is going to be in the regular ones. So things are going to change a bit. I just don't know how or what or why. But you do end up having, you know, new writers on some things they're saying because some little tweaks and twerks and things like this in this book, it shows they're going to open up. Everybody remembers everything. That doesn't mean that Batman in the present isn't got Ghostmaker by his side, high fiving, right,
1: running around. But Dave it's is a bat- still doing his own thing. It's the funny Teen Titans too because. they're still picking up where they left off the, in their series.
2: The funny, well, we don't know. That's Teen Titans Academy, so it's a little yeah, different. But no, but, no, no, you no, know, because they're
1: picking up where they left off in that series with the Academy of the, the yeah, new but Teen Titans again,
2: grabbing them. That's also a. Dick Grayson. It's funny because we keep bringing up things that pretty much the continuity hasn't changed. Batman should remember everything. Batman should. But if Superman supposedly is going to remember everything, everything from the beginning, all the different iterations, all that is what's supposed to happen by the end of this. But even so, I mean, you, you call DC right now and say, what's your big book right now? It's going to be this one. They're not going to say anything but this one. This is the huge event. This is the thing that's coming with, you know, figures out of it as well as metal as well. But this is it. And yet I'll even point to your reaction as saying it's not. I mean, nobody's talking about it. Nobody cares. They want it to be done. They're overwhelmed with all these tie-in nonsense things and a story that's meandered, done nothing. To accept, just be like, look at us, we're death metal. That's what gets me. And that's what this issue is. This issue to me, even though I like it enough, because of what you do get, but it's it's a lot of, look at me, I'm death metal. Look at all these characters we can throw out there, and let's go. And And I think that people are kind of getting fatigued by it, but it's written by Scott Snyder, art by Greg Capullo, Jonathan and F.C.L. Placentia, and Tom Napolitano. Penning and ultimate issue of death metal is about uh, setting up the pieces for the finale. Mention of the hands, going to give you the hands. That's what Luke Hollywood always says to The Cosmic Judges? Yeah, Wonder Woman. It's funny that they just call the hands no, here. She the hands she just says Everything that. just keeps changing. I know. You know what it is? And I think that what happens is Scott Snyder writes in a way, and I said this way, way, I think I said it in the first episode where Tom, uh, or uh, Scott Snyder, he wants to be the smartest guy in the room, but sometimes I think he gets worried he is only the only smartest guy. And he dumps shit down as you go, but it ends up driving you nuts. Like, now it's just the hands. Oh, the hands. Wonder Woman discovering the truth and our heroes thinking they won right before the real battle is about to begin. Once again, it all comes down to this as everything counts in Golden Wonder Woman, which I like to call Gwunder Woman. You would. Gwunder just
1: because you have a speech impediment.
2: Yes, more money goes against (laughs) the darkest night with the fate of the multiverse at stake. Now, maybe it's one of these things, and I say this, hey, we get the solicits. You already said we're going back to the same shit as white father. But also the idea, I think they win. (laughs) <laughs> I think they win since I saw the solicits and again, that are
1: coming And again, with the idea that we go forward, the idea that you can't take enjoyment from something because you know that they're going to win. It's like you have to do like you know, put away your disbelief for the whole thing to really enjoy the story that's going on now. It's like, well, they ain't going to lose, so why the fuck should I care? Yeah. And you know why I say
2: that and why I think that? It's
1: because we've had nothing but – We haven't seen these fuckers win for so long I'm in saying, the series.
2: And we've had nothing but the idea of we got to win, we got to win, oh my god, we got to win – we we don't really have anything else, and this is what came up with the whole last stories of the multiverse, which I think I'm going to bring into every book that I we talk about now. Me Makes and you sense. are no, but y- you throw that thing in because you didn't have any heart, you didn't have any feels for this whole event. You throw in this last night. Everybody's asking every. I was going to ask you to marry me, uh, but I couldn't find you in the deathscape that we have here in the death metal. But no, I wanted to have y- a good y- last end up- night. I was just trying to find you, uh, you I end was up where you even said, hey, you know, we get the feels there because we haven't. Had, there's more things of this death metal, I think, that we haven't had than we actually get. Like you said, things change, terms change, the idea of what they need to get changes. The idea of even from metal to this really gets wacky. And so while you're going, you do need some big moments. And I'm sitting here thinking. What are the big moments of not any tie-ins or anything of these regular issues, you know, numbered issues of death metal. And there really isn't a lot. the getting killed? You know how hard it is killed? to
1: remember what the hell happened I in know. the actual That's issues compared to problem. the tie-ins because the, there is no real differentiation about the tie-ins to the actual thing because you have gigantic shit that adds on to the story in the tie-ins, which you really feel like this just would be a regular number part of the event.
0: Yeah.
2: And, but only a couple of, I mean, we get tie-ins that we had, you know, uh, you know, Buggy Batman, you know, Doom Buggy Batman, Baby Batman, a these things. These things meant nothing. We get B Rex, you know. Who what remembers even B Rex now?
1: Do you remember what there was called the 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 Robin King doing his Crypt Keeper impression? We got the Dark Tales of the like, you know, the last fifty two. Do you remember what that was called that time? Um, I think that it wasn't number one. I think it was called "Bullshit Number One," Eric. No, no, That's I, what I, I say. Saying, I, I think no, it I'll... was
2: just Robin King Number One. No, I actually think I th- it was. Okay. Sad.
1: I thought it was something different because it actually got me like all into it, and before I realized that it was a like an anthology tale, which meant nothing in the long run. But he, him doing his, you know, best Cryptkeeper interpretation, he wanted to be Tempest Fuge, not telling us Dark yeah, Multiverse yeah, yeah. tales that the Batman who I've created. And I'm like, all right, I'm all about this. It turned out to be bullshit in the end. But going into this Death Metal Number Six here. I wanted to have the story about how these fucking assholes that they're like, you know, have the spiked faces that our heroes are going to go up against in the battlefield. Like, what was their everyday life like on whatever planet they were living on that the Batman who left created? Like, look at this <laughs> spike face giant jaw man, like things, there.
2: Hashtag Spike Problems. They, they have problems. They're trying to eat. Shit's getting stuck on like, their look spikes. Look at that
1: Flash with the gigantic, you know, red and stimpy mouth belching out there. Like, now I want to know what they, they did on
2: their everyday life. I like the Nightwing who growls. That you get right away. I, I like him. He's pretty cool you know he ends spike up wing. the best thing is i see I, I like that i see spike wing there, still 10 times better than rick grayson i mean really i'd, I'd follow him more than rick grayson and but where were these stories in that freaking 50 like the we last 52 it. Or whatever it was yeah really we never that would be funny we have the opposite tales of what they did there last night they ended up just there growling at each other it wasn't much of a book but yeah, you, you end up with this where Wonder Woman is going off with, to me, my Lobos. They're going to the Forge, the World
0: and Forge.
1: I'm telling you, it could be me. I'm a dummy. Everybody knows this. I say it all the time, but I feel like I should be able to follow a story, especially one that is the big event going on right now. Did you get the idea from the end of the last issue that the whole thing that we we're going to do was – Wonder Woman was gonna go to, with the Lobo down to the forge with the journal of Lex Luthor to go and create yes, the machine. Now that,
2: they said that. I mean they kind of alluded that. They wanted her to go and go to the forge. Never said like I can't get in my mind exactly. Is she getting, you know, anvil and hammer and I don't know how she was this. gonna make it.
1: I thought she was gonna be dipping the freaking book in the like the fires itself and it was gonna no. build itself and I don't know. I'm like, why did we need an army of Lobos for this like? What Actually, they were and do? it's
2: funny, if it was me. Eric, you know, I'm trying. if I'm going to try to script doctor this shit, I-, I don't understand a lot of it anyway. But I think that would have been more to go to the library where dream was the when you- library? Yeah, yeah. when you get the imagination. It's a land of imagination. And do I don't that. need any more of that. We had enough uh, of that metal. But the thing that we have here, well, they were going to make, they seriously was going to make a, you know, dream wishing machine. This is obviously what it was going to be. And we were worried about that. So at least we don't get that. But in the way that it's presented here, Scott Snyder makes it not that. Oh man, we lost again. Oh my God, Wonder Woman's the greatest. It's like, really, like, why do you set up shit that we never have fulfilled fulfill anyway? I well, mean, even really, if this you whole were deal. smarter
1: than me and you won from last issue into this I one, I didn't understand that enough. Like, I, I, that if, I if you, I guess I'm smarter I mean, than you. I oh, my mean, you. I mean, everybody who's listening. Oh. Cause I'm really just talking to you. But this yeah. whole thing is that Wonder Woman with her team of lobos, with this journal of Lex, with her to go and build their wishing machine in the world, forge like you know anvil. Whatever we're gonna do here. If you were smart enough to do this, and like you know realize this is what was going to happen how did you then feel when you go down to do this and it's just hands in the darkness yoink, yikes. 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 that's all it is
2: I, I know how I felt oh you know too, done. because I ended up messaging you like this stupid shit what, what's going on and then Lobos get consumed but even that is supposed to be oh, like Lobos oh go my on. god Lobos and the weird thing is, is I would have had more feels if it was Lobo but it's Lobos but then even There's then you're, the you're like, ones in there. Yeah, yeah I know somewhere it's like a Lobo in the haystack. You end up there, though, like, eh, you get the feel with the Lobo? and eh, that hepatitis blood's going to survive. Pretty sure you you know
1: figure, I'm pretty sure you could find a Lobo in a haystack, actually. Yeah, maybe. Unless the haystack is, like, really, really big, right?
2: <laughs> you, I guess you, you follow the smoke. It's what you would do. But you end up with this. And and the big stuff that we've wanted, the big things for, you know, a huge event in the scope, you get it visually. But even then, we've even mentioned that we don't like when Greg Capullo pulls back the angle so that he can get tons of characters because they're not as detailed. I think he does a little better job in this, except that most of the characters are spike monster characters that I don't really need to see at points. Oh, that lousy
1: spike face world. It's
2: just our heroes fighting them and yelling stuff there's not really anything going on on the the surface until you end up having the batman who laughs or he who laughs or the darkest, the darkest night or whatever night. Now they want did to call go him away. now because they keep changing that even at the beginning did clark, they
1: call him the darkest night at once in this issue do you recall
2: i don't know but i'm seeing right here where they're figuring out what's going on and batman goes clark the one who laughs i mean he doesn't <laughs> even like it they're not even going to go with that new I'm branding right they're too. like it's bullshit So, but. Like, it's not enough when you end up having shit going wrong and and dead Batman says to freaking doomsday Superman, hey, buddy, you know what? Yeah, I know. I mean how many times have we seen That's it? anti-life Superman There's not enough shit going on here In the regular deal It's just well, there I mean, to done. fill you, space You have a gigantic Woman.
1: battle that's going on here And you really do need to pad this out Because of the Wonder Woman stuff Which is the big deal to remind everybody There's This not is much a to Wonder do. Woman event well, In case you forgot yeah. This really is a Wonder Woman event She's going to be the end it all is. be all But we don't really have enough story to fill that out So here's a gigantic battle Where you won't see a single one of your heroes Pretty much fall this entire time So no real consequences there's no stakes going on, and mm. now let's shoot over to, the like, actually the most impressive part of the book, which, again, not a lot going on, with The Darkest Night versus Perpetua, which you and I were talking about, the coolest part here, because Perpetua's, like, you know, she's – her power is failing a bit because they've been fighting for a while now. We and have the, the anti-crisis darkest and the crisis energy. Yeah, yeah that I'm telling the you, the anti-crisis, are the energy, but we have – pleading. The the Darkest Night, they're doing something really cool that you enjoyed, I enjoyed, yeah, where I actually it. actually is taking the remnants of the source wall and smashing them around, you know, Perpetual, pretty yeah. much as a slap in the face about, this is what kept you in freaking yeah. down for so long. That's
2: that's pretty badass.
1: I mean, the idea that there's only
2: remnants of it, I'm going to gather them up, and I'm going to capture you in it again. But she keeps yelling. Like, the, the be-all, end-all, and it kind of – throws everything out a little where you end up having perpetual whether she's saying the truth or not but pretty much says if you win darkest night batman will last whatever uh you're not going to win because the hands and he's the cool hands are going like. to get you because yeah, he's all my, crazy that's and all Joker like it, it seems like and i actually i'm gonna create there. my
1: dark multiverse in my image well if i used all of my power right now it's like you know the hands the cosmic judges they're going to see through this freaking shielding that I've put around so they, they can't see anything that we're doing right now. And they're going to come and destroy all of this. Yeah. Okay, that's what I want now, I'm like, I, I, started, I understand you're a yeah. Joker, Batman combined with a freaking Dr. Manhattan body. But there has to be something more to your character than just the chaos because you just don't want really have any real to motives at this point because no. it doesn't matter what you do
2: and that line pretty much I want it to burn down I want you know basically I want them then to come that's, it I'm why like, yeah. are you just
1: building yeah, worlds why not? and upset that the prime earth is stabilize, so you can't build your worlds anymore if you just want to say fuck it and burn everything down yeah, anyway even
2: if you said well I'll deal with them when they get here you know eh, stop it with your hands and of she, sudden, she's, I'm telling you, she's the gonna Cosmic go judges just strum and tell me you go get these hands yeah that's what Luke Hollywood you end up where she even says like I want it more for you I you know all that nonsense she's been saying but again she has been pushed aside like Barbados, who suddenly makes appearance. Here. But you end up where, you know, the Batman who laughs the big deal. So Perpetua, boom, in source wall, cocoon deal out of here. Oh, Pretty no, badass. the hands they're going to get you. I don't care. And so he ends up going to Earth. Now, the idea of everything with that last stories leading into this, the whole deal, let's destabilize the planet. You have it set up at the beginning where Batman and Superman are coming together one last time before they do get into this huge battle because it seems to be a little standoff now. they're Everybody's looking at each other and like, do you think this is the whole army? Do you think we destabilize it enough that some of these planets are empty? Whatever. Maybe this is all we have to fight. And it's even still the ones a lot. they have
1: now don't seem fully formed to yeah. for what he was able and to it do.
2: Seems like like it's still a lot, you know. You have Starro there, and everybody's like, "Oh, there's still a lot." But basically, by the end of this, the Batman Laughs just comes back, whoop whoop whoop, changes the planet back, repopulates it like it did nothing. You had it Stabilize again, a it reset. Again, suckers. Yeah. He did that to get all the energy that he – like you did everything that our heroes do. It's fine to keep losing. That sets is up it, the tension. Is it cool well, because we are doing it
1: nonstop for like two years? I know,
2: but years. it's the type of losing. It's that because what – There's it, never a good they type they of losing. <laughs> no, there's a t- good type of losing. When you go down swinging and give it your best. We've said it in metal all along. Now, again, if this is in real like, life like and I'm even, playing hockey, there is no good
3: losing. <laughs> exactly. But you well, had like, even said the before thing, in metal,
2: you said that they all seem dumb. Is what it ended up being. And this is getting towards that as well. Well, it's even the the conclusion that. that
1: we have with the darkest night here. So, like, everybody's happy. Oh my God, we pushed them back. We're winning. We're winning. I'm already here, and in the time yep. it took you to cheer, I realigned the Earth, finished creating all my planets, all my armies. Really? Here are my favorite soldiers through the ones I've been, like, saving for your last moments to say hello to your darkest nightmares before they kill you. So in the background, you get the original Dark Knights that you had in the original metal, and you had a bunch yep. of other monster men and stuff, but... Everything that we have done, again up until this point, it doesn't matter. But thankfully, we have you know Wonder Woman waiting in the World Forge wings because I'm going to take this journal and I'm going to build the wishing machine that I'm sent here to do. Fuck, my book is gone. We're all screwed. But you know what? The hands come out. Final (laughs) Crisis Dark Side holding on to the Anti Monitor baby from the Crisis worlds that we try to get energy from. They're hanging out here too, and they're telling me all is doomed, all is fucked. But you know what? The plan was. To make all truths real, everything matters. And what can I do with truth? Oh shit! I, I like the it truth. Too. Queen, it's people true. say, yes. I have this last word here. So if I take this and this, slowly put this down into the fires of the world forge, oh my god! I've just created <laughs> truth armor. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. If if I've dark, dark side freaking codes, if dark side didn't say
2: bind. We're all in a bind. (laughs) We're really fucked because, (laughs) yeah, that's that's dumb shit. Huh. You have Wonder Woman there with the, you know, the, what? You're telling me that they need to know the real truth. I don't know anything about that. Come on, Wonder Woman. He's there and he's like, it sounds like, why are you pointing at your mouth? What? Yeah. Tongue? No, no. uh, Tonsils? Tooth? You idiot. Oh, truth. Okay. I'll do that. I know the tooth. And, and, oh, see, this, this binds is what it binds. Well, let me try something else. Maybe I don't need the journal that was our last hope that I should have looked at before and maybe even ripped out that page and put it in my back pocket. But I didn't. And then it got ripped out by the hands, not the real hands, the cosmic judge hands, the Batman who laughs hands that come in and grab and kill all the lobos. Everything just as boom, 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 boom journal gone and then uh, ours are they going to use this are they going to make their own damn wishing machine that forces
1: us to see the truth yeah i know what to do I don't know what we're going to do
2: with that. Maybe we'll have to call Maury. That's but yeah, so funny too, when we move on in. to
1: this because we go back to the whole big battle that we have here where everybody's all, you know, like one universe, one universe, one universe. And we're getting to different armies, Bob different Marley sections.
2: singing one love in the and background. i tell you, all. though,
1: when you go through this. So I just love the idea at the end when Superman's army is there. And it's like together because he can't say one universe because you have the bizarro universe bizarro yeah. standing
2: next to him. I'm telling you half of this is all wonky anyway. Uh, and and so when you're doing Together. this too, Shit. I like to And they're a like lot They win And then Batman And even Jaro right away Like something feels wrong And Superman comes over I think it's that You're missing an arm Batman You can't really feel with both You're missing one He's like that's not it uh, You know It doesn't feel right Jaro says yeah it's different Harley just yells I think we just haven't won In a while We forgot what it's like I'm like I know I know, Harley, I agree. And then it's just that this was all, again, do, boom. And then that whole deal, look at me, everything you thought you did, I did the reverse, I changed it into go. But then when Wonder Woman does end up finding out the tooth, Eric, she ends up dipping the lasso in, which makes her Golden Wonder Woman, or I don't know if you know, I call it Golden Wonder Woman. And the
1: thing is, and, I was actually kind of looking for that Golden Wonder Woman costume we have yeah. going on in Wonder Woman 84 coming out, but it's just pretty much a variant figure of Wonder Woman just painted completely gold at this point, coming out in that style. Like,
2: I think that she's actually on fire with the lava. She doesn't realize yet yeah, that shit's hot. <laughs> she, she's in real trouble. Of course, she still has the chainsaw, though. You got to have the chainsaw
1: there with it, which would be a cool accessory if that was a figure. No, um But she comes- no, not you They're going to be- ma- McFarlane's making these death metal yeah, figures yeah. like you made the metal, and I, I don't want any parts of them. I just want actual yeah. regular characters.
2: I know Eric I know what you want But I mean They must think That everybody Loves these things Uh, So after the Batman who laughs Ends up Popping through The right Hey look at me Uh, I ended up Changing everything Then Wonder Woman Ends up coming back Now the one thing That I do want to point out Is we ended up Having that last Stories deal And then I guess Superman decided He had to tell Wonder Woman Or uh, Lois How much he loved her Once more And then we get What I wanted from that If you were a patron You would have heard me say That I actually wanted the people of Metropolis to step up and say, "Hey, you know, we're with you. You are well, always good got us. Superman we go Did with what you. he did, huh? Well, yeah. I'm glad he made that church and the, whatever that school, because then they can go back and, and learn. But yeah, they end up coming out, and they even allude to that they had chose doom. <laughs> like we, we kind of well, chose so wrong. Our bad, we're dude. We're kind of piece
1: of this shit. We're yeah. trying to get better here.
0: That's what we'll laugh. With you.
2: Yeah, so you end with that. I, I don't know. I didn't see Sinestro Green Lantern anywhere to be found in this, but that's just me, Eric. Did you but, see uh, Sinestro
1: Yellow Lantern anywhere to be found? No, that it I shuts said, your mouth. I think
2: that he ended. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we see Sinestro just his head and that weird knitted universe deal with the little heads that you everything have a lot matters. on the marvel deal so yeah everything does the whole history matters there uh but yeah it's weird too to kind of give the idea if this is going forward like hey we're going to open up the timeline because everything matters but fuck continuity because that doesn't matter it seems weird right doesn't it seem <laughs> yes, to kinda it kind of pull back and forth weird i don't know seems why they really playing this odd. way really odd to go everything
1: everything really
2: all right i think that what we think like, everything matters isn't
1: doomsday clock though when the whole big reveal is like oh my god dr manhattan changed time and now he's going to change stuff back so we opened up the continuity where yeah. all of a sudden you know mom power alive the clark was Superboy in smallville like that was a big enough change now to say that everything matters through all the different earths generations whatever say? It doesn't make any fucking sense, and that's why 5G was stupid to begin with.
0: What's
2: weird is the idea that we did have, you know, yeah, Doomsday Clock, just as a little aside here. We had Doomsday Clock, and everything was going to move forward from that, and so we ended up having that delayed. But remember, the books were going to jump ahead, which kind of seems like a future state, a little less ahead. But this whole future state might end up, you know, we we know that 5G kind of got morphed into – Uh, You know into this future state But I think future state was morphed from What was going to come out I mean we have this tapestry of nonsense That ended up failed stuff Or not going on things I think that we are still seeing That little bit going from what was originally being With the Doomsday Clock with all the changes Because they did say this death metal came about Because of the idea that Doomsday Clock They were always going to do the death metal sequel But it became bigger because that was now The thing that was going to move forward But I think people forget the idea That the books were going to take that leap ahead uh, Once the doomsday clock was over And we were going to have a new
1: It was only supposed to be about a year though It was only
2: a a I thought thought
1: the books were just supposed to Catch up with that gradually to get to that point
2: No they were supposed to gradually go And then once you know boom that ended And then they were going to start up right there They were going to be kind of up to the beginning And then you'd kind of go for where That ends whatever that timeline would be but they were going to be there was going to be a difference. It was going to change. You were going to have this thing coming out of it. And then it never ended up being that because of the delays and then all this other stuff. I mean, it, it gets really convoluted of what we're actually coming out with. But that's that, and yeah, I think that the problem is is the idea that they want to say everything matters, but really what they are saying is you can do what the fuck you want. That that's what I think they're everything matters when they open up the timeline. That doesn't just mean, oh man, this continuity is going to be solid because we had those generation books too, where we're going to get the shattered generations. But even those, we're going to set things up in a way that would make sense in our mind. Now it just seems they're just going to throw shit at us, and I just think the everything matters does mean. You could do what you want. Continuity—they're claiming continuity is nothing. I heard it was a pretzel one time for Steve Orlando, but you end up having all this nonsense. Maybe (laughs) like, hey, uh, Orlando, what do you think the old uh, continuity's like? And he's like looking at the thing. He's like, you're right. He's like, potato chips or pretzel. (laughs) you picked that but yeah what would you give this
1: i would end up giving this a 6.3 out of 10 i like the art enough but it's just this big penultimate issue even though we got tie-ins coming in but this big thing of the story it's like all right everybody get ready for the big battle there is nothing to this big battle and ultimately even the side bit of like oh my god wonder woman has to go and do this gigantic thing to make sure that we win in the end oh that's immediately fucked up but she just does something else that's going to do the same thing in just a different way and i'm like Nothing ever feels like it matters going forward, and all of a sudden, but like, everything you know, matters. Sir. We everything matters, but nothing matters because everything matters, and that is the yeah, case with this. And I'm just like, you know, I I'm tired of losing all the time and just doing the same thing differently each issue to try to get to some kind of conclusion, and it's just not as much fun as I Scott Snyder or anybody else thinks it is.
2: Yeah, I agree, and I agree also that when you have these things like just this. This actually do issue. Up that
1: fight with the darkest night perpetual though.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was
1: the best because that and the seemed is, that's the thing. a
2: cosmic slugfest. I know, but it's that's still all it still is, and I like it. You got some info that that you got. Like the battles in this, hands. it it almost ends up being the idea. Like this battle's the biggest thing you ever saw. Oh no, we lost, but that's not the big battle. The big one's coming up. Oh man, we won. Oh no, 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 a bigger one, and it's story Like almost like they think that it is like getting bigger bigger and yeah yeah no no it's it's getting tiresome we just want something different and it, it has been just the same all thing All right, here's some more
1: amalgam batman and some other dark versions of other characters yeah. here you go everybody <laughs> yeah, merry go. christmas and
2: here's the, the darkest nights are back look at that you
1: got you got all of them there look at them the thing is we already had them back as a weird There's little war like, machine service throw out there like yeah batman made these into robots to protect that other robot he's doing yeah. that we did nothing with
2: Yeah. Basically, every issue ends with, yeah, that didn't really do much. and Let's go. Oh, Wonder Woman's going down to the forge of the book. Oh, no, she lost
0: it. Oh, man,
1: we won it. Oh, we did it. Oh, we we put the. Oh, my God, there's Final Crisis, dude, (laughs) on the dark side, and Baby Moby is sitting there. What's going to happen there? All right, I'm just going to talk to the smack and then see what she does and say, "Oh my oh, God, Superman off panel! Formidable. Superman off panel! Destabilized the Earth
2: and everything's good." And t- oh no, it's oh, not. It's stabilized. <laughs> it's Shit! Stable. I love that. It's like even you flip that floppy Earth, that you easy flip flopping. Like it's destabilized. Oh no, it's stabilized. Oh no. Oh it was no. It's just a now, switch. Now it's even better. Oh my God, it's thriving. Oh my. And and with that, we see nothing. It visually that Perfect. makes us know anything's different. I don't even know what's going on. Six out of ten. Oh no, that's what I'm at. Oh no, the worlds that we thought might be empty but didn't know they might now be full and don't know. <laughs> five point
1: five. Like, wh- wh- where are all those 10. characters that we saw in that fucking anthology book?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, which one? I mean, we have so, so many of these. That
1: one that the Robin King was oh, narrating.
2: Eh, you know, they're hanging. They did that. They had their time in the spotlight. They're, they're signing autographs at some con on
1: Earth, Dark
0: Earth, negative is, 480. I, I would
1: love to actually give you an example. I can't remember any remember of Remember the negative Earths stories?
2: that drove you nuts? Well, why don't we get more of those? The negative Earths. It but didn't matter. I'm at, <laughs> I need that sound, but I'm at a 6 out of 10. I do like Greg Capullo's art when it's close up, and most of the art's really good.
1: It's just that he's been I also given, do like, for some reason, it's the end of the world, end of the universe, end of all universes. And Lex Luther, and his Lex Luther armor, is talking about. I wish that I hair. had my hair. You look well, serious, son of a bitch. Thing. You look I'm like Glenn Danzig thirty years ago.
2: It's <laughs> like mother to me. Please, uh, I, I actually was going to bring that up because I was worried that that trope. You know, I actually no, like that, but it's silly. But in the foreground, that's one sexy, chiseled Superman. I'll oh tell my God. you, right. I'd peel those scales off those shoulders and rub and them. That's the
1: weirdest part. I'm going to bitch and complain about these models for the character stuff like that and talk about what Farrow Lane's doing. I kind of want an anti life Superman because he it does would be look cool badass. now.
2: As we're going here, just as an aside, he didn't always have both arms and the neck, did he? Because at one point it looked like just I think one it was just arm. Just one. I think that he's, you know, really turning. Maybe oh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, that. He knew
1: he wasn't going to yeah, survive.
2: Yeah, he knew he wasn't so gonna gonna keep survive. going to survive. But I, I like that progression. I would like to know more about that. But, yeah, Lex is like, you fiend. (laughs) He's like, you sexy bastard. He does look good. Look at him. He does look like Dan's a bit. Those eyes, I could swim in. You dark Fabio, you. Holy crap. He's probably using that horse shampoo. All right. Well, that's six out of ten, Eric. We're going to
1: move to the next (laughs) one. So much conditioner.
2: I, I, (laughs) that's what he needs in the dark multiverse. He needs a little, like he's, he's getting a little ashy there with, with that skin. He, he needs a bit of a a moisturizer, Eric, but we're going to go to the next one, which is Batman number 105. And yeah, it's, it's kind of ending up a story to get us through this interlude to then start up kind of fresh as we go on. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I called it all along, Eric. So I guess How I'm did right. did you? Well, like I said James Tynan is a setup guy. He needs a closer. He needs to have Mariano Rivera come in and close this shit because he never can. He never can close it. And it's really, it really comes to the spotlight when we are going to have a bit of a, you know, shutdown, a bit of a hiatus. The thing in- is,
1: I honestly think that DC told him, or he panicked and decided that he had to end the story instead of holding off, keeping it going, and letting the idea of that the fans what he would come a- back. 3 months later and be or 2 months later and be okay with where we left Talk off going about back designer. into the designer
2: i mean the designer story it it, it thudded the j o d he ended up leaving before he he just set up shit and then he left and then ram v had to stop it, even detective comics that everybody really loves you end up setting up stuff throughout the whole deal, you know even the stuff with azriel and you know all that nonsense. it ended up being nothing it it 's always a setup that seems cool and never has any payoff that 's great though i i 'm looking forward to see what happens after this, Um, but like we say a little later with ram v maybe people didn't tell him that shit was coming to an end at this point. And they have this, I don't know because most of the time these issues were told are written about like, three I months like ahead. To think that
1: he wanted to do this whole Ghostmaker story. Right. And this is something that was really important. No. And something he want to put out. And it's a thing that I'm actually all about. I'm actually digging the story so far more than I ever thought I would. Yeah. I'm but not was real down with it, but it, I want to no. do this. I know shit's going to go. Do I do it like, you know, half ass and just put it out there to get the character out there and keep people happy. Keep the story with the clown hunter that people are enjoying well, going do i write a new story it's a weird thing where i would have just kept the story if i could i'm telling you if the higher ups of dc said you've got to stop this shit right now maybe that's what you've got to do but yeah but you can this, stop it in a way. seven more issues
2: well i mean it's going to
1: kind of i guess the way no, no, he no, thinks not, probably seven i know more issues until
2: this conclusion but again think of the joker war how'd that end we we like the ending do we get a lot of the monarch and the theaters playing the zorro all this setup for nothing it always ends up with nothing. And he had plenty of time for that. Well, like that was his big story. The darkest
1: night. It doesn't matter what it's
2: going on. I guess. Chaos, yeah, I guess. But again, we had a lot of things. And I think that what happened. Must
1: be Joker. If
2: you want to ask me. Must be- <laughs> I think that, yeah, the designer wasn't hitting great. You made fun of him all the time but punchline shows thoughtful. up punchline shows up. Everybody loves punchline. So all of a sudden it becomes a punchline story leading and Joker leading into the Joker war. We kind of, the designer fizzled out completely. Look, I don't know how many fingers were in that pie to begin with that make things change the way they did. Well, then we get to the Joker War. I'm saying, and then all of a sudden that was more a punchline story than the joker the joker was not doing much in that for most of the time batman was drugged out so that becomes that then we get out of that i want to see more of batman trying to deal with not having the money the whole deal with that and stuff and instead we get clown hunter and it seems like clown hunter because you know the iron's hot people like it Let's say this should have not clown hunter could have waited in my mind till after the deal. I think that this would have been the idea where you have the uh, ghost maker come in, you deal with this, you'll allude to it just like we had. We would have clown hunter on a building top or whatever. And the idea that we can deal with that later, uh, I think that it got bogged down a bit too much by clown hunter that never really had any resolution anyway. At the end of this issue, though, he's going off to the Batman uh, annual. He just walks out the door. And there's not really much with him there. And I think that maybe you could have had some more space really for the Ghostmaker. Plus, if we're going to go down the storytelling deal, we didn't really need that many flashbacks. These flashbacks were all the same. Hey, I I do things my way. Hey, your way's bullshit, whatever. Um, But everything seemed to be quickened. Everything seemed to be shortcutted to the end. Then you're like, really? We dealt with any of this? And where you're saying we could have used more, it's true. And when we don't get more, then you just think, why'd we even waste time with what little we got? Because it wasn't enough. So it's a shame. Maybe the Ghostmaker should have waited until we got back. I don't know. But Batman number 105, kind of like him going, uh, You know, off with Batman as a partner Even though it's another guy who's killed That you always, that drives you nuts I know, written by James Tynan IV Art by Carlo Pagulan, Danny Mickey Alvaro Martinez, Christian Duce David Perone, and Clayton Cowes There's a lot of artists on this It looks like Ghostmaker is here to stay And even though he seems like he killed a lot of people leading up to this So did Damien, and that worked out just fine, Eric Between the two uh, They go off and laugh that Alfred's dead We also get Harley Quinn Turning the chair around and talking to Clown. Hunter and while he doesn't Slice Harley's head off We will have to wait for the upcoming Batman annual to see what's really going on with him I kind of like Ghostmaker helping Batman Clean up that shithole called Gotham Just didn't enjoy the road to get there Because like you said you didn't get enough You ended up most of what Ghostmaker did And this is what I'm saying about the Joker War Most of the things with Joker In the Joker War were things that we heard From other people they happen off Panel they end up doing this and Ghostmaker The idea of this big threat—most of it was just him saying things. You end up having things, and even Barbara. Oh no, this is going on. We never really saw him go out and about. It should
1: have been a classic DC comics, like I say, classic. Like when I was reading, like from the late '80s, early '90s, stuff like even when you had a Bane show up and stuff like that, the threat should have been here in the background, where somebody was in the shadows, off like panel taking out bad guys. Well, that's and what we should have done. Bottom of it where you have these weird parts that like you're at the end of an issue, in the middle of an issue somewhere to really lead up the idea that Ghostmaker is in town. He's going to make his presence known and he thinks that Batman is bullshit. There should have been a gigantic And I to think you you're actually right. have the combination, the combination, the confrontation of Batman and Ghostmaker while also talking about the background that he has with this character, their you know origins, to the point where we can get to this. So like, even after you had that first confrontation, you still need to have a blow off to get to that point where they can be friends in the end for what we have here with the real confrontation to the point like all right let's just stop fighting and work like you know taking out crime together okay buddy i'm like no 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 you, you didn't earn that no you just it wasn't said it and it's, it, what the hell
2: are you doing and i think that you have me thinking different now uh actually what i would have done and i think you're right and where we got the idea that batman and and I you like detective work from Batman, right? You you kinda Sometimes. like it. He's kind of I heard that he's a decent detective. Well we end up where we go into that crazy bar. Remember, oh, this is kind of a side joker bar, these joker and they go they go in and it's it's kind of made to look different, but then he goes and then there's the ghost maker symbol on the wall. It's Ghost like right there. There was nothing to do but just ghost makers in town. I gotta Maybe it would have been cool if this would have been, instead of what I said, being a ghost maker story that actually have it be a clown hunter story where he is trying to track down clown hunter. He's trying to, you know, save him from doing what he's doing, all that stuff. While in the meantime, people are showing up dead. People are, you know, de- crimes are solved, but not by him. You know, all of a sudden you have like the trope of the Spider-Man where there's people hanging from light posts. And stuff. But he's trying to figure out who it might be. Well, and he and if each step actually- gets closer
1: if you want to use the time to fill out clown and again we don't have a lot of time because we're gonna to have to take a mandatory two-month break to free it's gonna screw everything up but, but we still have five if, issues i mean five issues and is five enough. issues and the thing is i want 12 out of this story to begin well that's with. what so i'm you, saying not,
2: you continue with the Ghostmaker. then in in march
1: then you have all the issues you want i guess but but don't come to a conclusion just because we're taking a break just say fans are like of the batman we'll come back and actually check this out even with this gap we can get right back to the story at hand this Future state is not going to affect this at all, so when we have this, you can even have the idea that you see like Ghostmaker sees Batman being old emotional Batman trying to reach bow here clown hunter and what he 's all about and now Ghostmaker is using this against Batman to try to show him like you know throughout the all these different situations why batman 's wrong, just not this whole thing like all right, now I got all three of you fuckers on a table, and bow's going to go off we're going to go saw shit, and it's <laughs> just immediate with that whole thing it's like okay, this kid's bad, and then like you know. I got you all on a table now, and now bow you cut her head off, and i 'm like it 's all bam, bam, bam instead of a good lead up and actually getting feels for any of these characters and the thing is I say there 's no feels, but I do like the ideas of these characters. I just think I could like them more if it was actually spaced out a little bit better
2: yeah, and th- this is kind of like you could have gotten the the trope and we 've had this before, where all of a sudden some old uh, you know mentors and things start getting killed around the you know you could do that, so but I would have actually liked uh. Uh, Ghostmaker to show up and all of a sudden he's like Each time he does something he's doing It a different trainer and, and Bruce is Trying to figure out who's here and what not And then just have some sort of detecting Work to finally get to Ghostmaker Where then he says You know that's all he wanted to do to see if Batman Was good enough for him and then They can kind of fight a little and high five And go off and make fun of Alfred but you know With this like you said it's just boom I'm better than you this city Deserves more we don't he doesn't have a Connection He he ends up with the flashbacks, almost trying to sh- prove a lesson to Batman, show him that he's too emotional, all that, and it's all too quick. You never get to really. It's just like sit comics like anymore
1: are like they're like wrestling, where the th- like the fans they think will not actually take the time and let a story play out naturally and stuff like that. So they have to give them like all they can all at once to so keep people like happy in their minds, but. You're just really kind of undercutting the, you know, like the story that you could be telling with this whole scenario that you're forced to do with this new way of telling stories and te- like, you know, doing ongoing comics. You have a lot of time. If you want to be on, like, I don't know if you have a contract that says, all right, you're going to do 50 issues. But normally, you should know that you're going to be on a book for a little while and you do have the time. You could actually put in all of this stuff while, like, you know, telling different stories throughout, but you have something in the background that's continuously going on, setting up the character and getting interest going.
0: And
2: why I, I think that, yeah, James Tonnett, he knows he's coming back. And you can tell in the issue, he, he doesn't end like Ghostmaker. If he wasn't coming, you'd have, I'm going to go back to Asia, smell you later. No, this is going to be his new partner. They're going to go off, they're high five and all that. And so he knows, and it was announced, you know, a while back that he would be, it was the first thing that was announced that will still continue on in March. So he's writing this, but you have to, you can't have too many loose ends because people won't remember that in two months or whatnot. Plus you do need to have some sort of, you know, starting off point. For when people who might jump into Future State might end up, oh my God, I want to try these out. I want to try the Batman deal and go in. But you don't have to just force this. It, it should have been done better. He's a better writer than this. And you end up having just, you know, Clown Hunter Bao going to slice. Harley snack. yeah, I know you love that stitches. I hope that stays Frankenstein Harley, red, right? It's
1: just a red line. I'm telling you, there's no detail to it. It always feel like it's an afterthought in these where people are like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. She has a slit throat and some stitches here. So it's just a red, like, pen that somebody just draws over what's there. Like, Line crisscross crisscross there you go look at like page 10 and 11 as we're going
2: through she has nothing there then you turn the page and then it's like there under her collar pretty detailed then it's gone it just goes back and forth it is it's an afterthought there's no real reason for it anyway it's just ridiculous but you end up where bow is going to kill harley batman has said Hey Harley Like Harley's like I don't know who you are kid I wasn't around When your parents died No Harley you were You were there Oh crap! Oh crap And again This is a It's the devil's hand That Batman's playing here But it, it allows James Tynan To give a long a little too long in my mind and I love Harley just the speech too about I think that what ends up saving the day is he falls asleep and and but he ends up and Batman even breaks out and tries to stop all this but bow you know kind of you do need
1: this for a lot of Batman fans though because who aren't reading Suicide Squad or who hadn't been reading the Harley Quinn ongoing which was out of continuity for years before they decided to shove it in where you do have this moment of Harley taking her power back in the Batman book so people will know her status quo especially now that she's moved back to Gotham and Like you know, she wants to actually do better and make up for what she's done here to the Gothamites. Like I said, though, if
2: you end up being a Harley fan. You may have read the Harley book, and Sam Humphrey's. What if you're not a Harley that. fan? This makes well, you want and not, like, Oh my
1: God! There's a new Harley book, and she's going to be doing this.
2: Nobody likes this. I'm telling you. You go on Twitter right now. I am the only one who likes it. me, and you like Harley as a hero. Nobody else does. They're all pissed. They're all pissed, just like poison ivy. People are losing their minds. That's why they like punchline. They said they're sick of this Harley, who is now in, an anti hero. I mean, Brian Michael Bendis has her hanging out in the Hall of Justice, for crying out loud. I'm the. It seems like we're weird. the only. It seems like we're the only ones though that want. Her to progress and as a character, everybody else just wants her there with the Joker. And if she's not, get her away. Nobody likes this Hero Harley, as far as I see. With a lot of people talking, and really, I've seen the sales of the books too, and it shows that. Well, that's as the well. thing is the but Hero we'll Harley see.
1: for the most part, though, has been going on for years and years, and more yeah, it's one of DC's biggest sellers. No,
2: that was DC's biggest seller when it was more out of continuity and it was goofy stuff. Once you ended up yeah. getting towards the idea, and I'm telling you, once Palmiotti and Connor left, that book tanked and it went on for way too long the suicide squad before we would say that harley was the big sell her and Deadshot it didn't sell that that was in the teens selling so i think that people are just kind of sick of harley i actually as a harley fan Kind of sick of her. I don't like Punchline that much either, but I think it would have been better served to put Harley away for like six, seven months and then make people want her back because nobody seems to like the character anymore. I think that's why Punchline I I do too, but I think that's why Punchline became so big. Most people, if you go and look at anything that anybody says about Punchline, just thank God we have Punchline. I hate Harley. And obviously Punchline is a big character right now at DC. And again, I think that it might be a good book when we come out of the whole you know future state into her new number one i don't i don't think it's going to sell at all i really don't but it's okay here um but you're taking up a lot of real estate in the batman book to give the status quo of harley uh and i think it might be a little too much again when we're talking about Ghostmaker not having enough real estate to actually be a full fleshed out character who will Continue on this book and be in it a lot If he remains Batman's partner Because he just shows up and basically, after all this, Batman wants to prove, yeah, you know, I am emotional. He had the flashback at the beginning. You're going to die. You're just an eight-year-old kid who's trying to fight back from his parents, all these things. And that is Batman. He hasn't died. I, I laughed too, because he can't say he hasn't died because he did a bunch of times. But he came back. <laughs> it I didn't mean, stick. This is the thing. I want Ghostmaker to say, listen, I was right. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm here. I didn't die. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's like, yeah, I didn't know if you knew this. I came back this one time to talk and there was a fucking robot who was the damn thing. I didn't know what was going on. I was on. over at
1: the rec center. I had amnesia. You should have gone
2: right. over there. Yeah, and he's like, you should have gone. I took the T-Rex out and it was there. The kids are
0: playing on it. a slide out of that it shit. Was it was so was crazy.
2: ridiculous. But, you know, so they end up fighting. Then they become besties. And you do see that they were friends. You almost get the name earlier where
1: Not only batman that, batman it's almost like doomsday that- killed him he had to go through time to make his I way know. back and even the idea if you want to go with tom king for the you know the, everybody loves ho- like ivy where that he was killed and brought back with He's science and magic. i mean this guy's been dead 17 times and-, and that's just the ones off the top of my head i'm sure there's plenty of other times that batman's been dead
2: and i, I want to tell batman watch out because you're going to die in that death metal too <laughs> it's coming again there buddy uh but yeah so you have this and Yeah, you want to join up? It's too quick. It's just the idea of, oh, man, you ruined everything in Gotham. You bastard. You're going to kill people. I'm Batman. You don't belong with me. You want to join up? Yeah. Well, that's the
1: thing is going to this whole thing where they are fighting. They are talking about the idea that Batman does use emotions and like, you know, it's not a weakness. It's a strength. It does just go back to what we had before with Nightwing telling Barbara about when he met Ghostmaker and the time that, like, you know, Bruce didn't want to talk about you just miss your friend. And that is the like the key line to this entire arc to get this whole thing at the end. Like, all right, buddy, I need you to help me now. Like, uh, I'm I'm a little low on funds. Yeah, I'm I'm richer than you are. Yeah, but w- you can help me out here. We can make Gotham a great place again. I just need you not to kill. Okay. Yeah, he like,
0: says that's that's the deal. You also, can't kill like,
1: now. Why would I go and do this? Because imagine the art of trying to do this without killing. You know yeah. what, you son of a bitch, I'm in. You did it, you asshole. You did it. And then, the,
2: hey, I just got word because I just lowered my ghost net blocks on the computer system and Oracle got a hold of me right away and said that the Circus of the Strange just hijacked the Gotham Symphony Orchestra. You want to join kinda, me? I,
1: I do kind of hope see that is that. where we go with that because it's been a while since we've seen Circus of the Strange. I don't think we're the beginning of the New 52.
2: Yeah, I don't think we're going to see it. I hope we do. But then they run off and like, hey, afterwards, you want to get dinner? batman like so yeah but you're gonna have to buy
1: because i'm poor and i don't have a butler anymore <laughs> that is the worst line in this entire thing and it almost so feels bad. like one of those things like like when you're a kid or something like that and so you you act differently around different people who are your friends like all of a sudden you have like your school friends your neighborhood friends your yeah. camp friends whatever and like you act, and you then you have a podcast friend person. so now no 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 i, I said uh, the specific things uh, and uh now you have this new friend that you've been around I like, meant right, me. I'm gonna, I, uh, I know i'm gonna make <laughs> jokes and I'm, I'm I don't think cry. it's I'm that. Gonna, you know what I I I'm think it's I everybody else because this is who they want me to be, but over here I don't have I a think it's anymore. a bad You're
2: I think it's a bad played way of what he's saying is this is the step to get over that uh because it's now awful. he has this friend also we didn't see off panel he he punched Dick Grayson in the face. He kicked Cass and then slapped Steph because he does say I signaled them to stay back. That's what he did. He beat the shit out of so They have so other they know signals that.
1: besides that, Jim.
2: Yeah, that's the signal. And they're there. Or was it the signal? I gave them the signal to stand back, Eric. That's, right. that's what Good it was. Duke Thomas Duke's uses light dark <laughs> powers to Duke tell them to stay back. Duke stayed up and said, hey, stay back, assholes. That's what he said. He used the signal. Uh, but even then, where you have any – I again – it's cheesy. I hate the line about the butler, but it's cheesy, but I like the idea where he says I gave the signal to the bad family. You see in this thing where Ghostmaker says, Hey, your your bad family's waiting to you know, attack me if I do anything to you. And he's like, "I know. I gave them a signal to stand back. Come say hello. It's such a nice line." So they're even this Batman. whole thing,
1: let's say Bat becomes so the book comes back in March. All of a sudden, it's like you know, they're even doing funny stuff with the covers, where it's Batman and Ghostmaker on yeah. the cover. It even says that you know, kind of thing. Like I'm telling Batman you, we're but- going to get a deal with the big, you know, the big spotlight with them. You know, yeah. with the whole deal. When we have this, we have Bruce with his friend back. Who we trained all this, yeah. you know, childhood to do this thing that they're doing now. They. they both have a competitive streak to them and they're like, you know, they have a camaraderie though with it and it could be a lot of fun. How long do you think it's going to take for a uh, ghost hunter to turn heel, a uh, ghost maker to turn heel? Oh,
2: I, I, I said it when I did the roundup uh, show earlier today. I said all this is going to do is end up having him kill somebody turn heel and it's going to be 12 issues. Like, you think
1: it's just going to be another Azrael that we have going on here where he takes things too far? I hope
2: not. I hope not. Uh, because this could be something that, you know, it does change things up and I like that. You know what else it does actually that I thought at the end? You do have the mention of Ghostmaker. I'm richer than you. There goes out the window any sort of repercussions of not having money. He's rich. He has the money. So I don't like that now that I think of that. He might be. But you don't know. I got word already. I, I don't know how, Eric, but I got word. They're already putting Ghostmaker on that damn painting. He's already being painted God in on it. that Jason Todd screwed. Oh my... Can you imagine if we go by... Please, if anybody listens to well, this, right that there. does if art you want to go book, with the
1: idea of the backups that we're going to have in Detective Comics of Damian Wayne going forward with what he's doing, Ghostmaker going after Damian Wayne, or even Red Hood for their criminal pass, that could be really interesting. Or maybe he's only here
2: to get Damian. We don't know, Eric. I, I We'll see. I actually like the idea of this going forward it's a shame we have to wait for so long also a shame that it had to just come to such a forced and abrupt ending Should've like gave that it
1: room to breathe for at least seven no. more issues in my yeah, mind yeah yeah this is just out of nowhere we just okay we have to you know stop things for a little while put the pin in this we're done for a while and when we come back new status quo everybody with a story that didn't really have time to be built up
2: no, and then it'll just be Dan and then the dynamic duo at it. But we'll see if Damien gets jealous, you know, all these things. And then Batman's going to say, you ripped that R off, asshole. You did it, not me. So we'll get that. But what would you give this?
1: i didn't give this a 6.5 out of 10. because what I'm giving it. I really enjoyed the art in this. I like the stuff that we're doing with Bow and Harley. I almost can go to a
2: seven because how it ends, but it it was just too forced. This actually is my favorite part of this. At least we get something, but go on.
1: And the thing is I like Ghostmaker a lot, way more than I ever thought I would. It's just an abrupt ending that doesn't really feel right and actually goes off in a really silly ending that actually gets me angry making fun of Alfred. I don't have a butler anymore. I'm like, stop Don't
2: do yeah, that. it It is like one of those weird things like you end up being told at some point you would guess like listen you have these issues we're going to add at 105 it's going to have to shut down for a couple months and you get that uh, James Tynan like okay should I start this and like I wonder what went through his mind like I can get this done and then it kind of didn't go like it's better that maybe it didn't start all that stuff but yeah the semantics of it didn't work out at the end because of how rushed that was to an ending of we're fighting 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 i hate you i don't like you stay out of my city hey high five we're together and it just was too quick and also it was accentuated too with all that set up with clown hunter and he just walks out the door and we got to go see what's going on in batman uh annual coming up in the first time. Like, I'm weeks, glad we so. have
1: time to actually do more with this story. Yeah, we'll see else. what
2: goes on in that or if that is bull crap, but we'll see. But the next issue is the Endless Winner SU uh for the week here on the podcast. Eric, Aquaman number sixty six, and it's written by Andy Lanning, I'm and Ron Mars, art by Miguel Mandanka, Marco Santucci, Ivan Placencia, Clayton Cows, Ari Peranto, and T- Troy Petiri. Poor Aquaman America can't Catch a Break, Eric. Took so long for them to get married, now the Frost King is done, messed up their honeymoon. Oh Oh, well, it's off to Atlantis Honeyman's over. It's off to Atlanta. or how has it begun? Oh, well, it's off to Atlantis to save some randos from underwater frost demons, get shade thrown on them from Mother Sataya, and then get some fresh fire trolls to help stop this mess. I actually like the teamwork between Arthur and Mera because we actually get a little character development as well along the way. Plus, we actually see something that might be useful in the fight against Edwald, Eric. Well, you get fire trolls. I mean, at least I see something that could battle, you know, that's something is, that's
1: a Frost King. And, and that's the thing is we're talking about battling the Frost King. I swear when these fr- these fire trolls, which I agree with you, at least they're doing something in this issue, but – when these fire trolls make their way to the surface, all they're going to be doing is fighting off those ice monsters so the Justice hey, can actually take on the Frost King itself. it frees up the
2: room, Eric. You need some pawns in this game of chess we call life. You and that's up, after though, eight issues, though, of our Justice you know, oh, League heroes whole, fighting ice monsters. No, this whole endless winners nonsense. It, it's, well, at least it frees them up. But what I do like is when you do finally go and, and Aquaman goes to get these – Frost are fire trolls and he's like Mara you stay back and when Mara Comes they even say you know we're both like my mom We got to work this out whatever it actually Has Sexy. more of just You know this isn't Barry just showing up And smooching Iris this actually Is a little bit of a character development For this you know Aquaman and Mara we don't have a book Coming back after future state We'll see if we ever do this might be The last that we see of them the for a waters while are still- anyway yeah, they are. I it's thought you were going to say to still. still so- I thought you were Uncle going to say book. still something. I'm like, what well, is still what? Saldy. Uh, but yeah, you end up having the beginning, which the is the 1080 <laughs> streams and nightmares, and you end up having the Frost King. He's pissed. He ends up starting a fight, and everybody's fighting, and you end up getting that times swamp thing. You he think goes he ends down. Up,
1: you think that he's starting the fight here? Well, they're but they're fighting.
2: I mean, they're, they're, he's freaking out. He, Yeah, actually, I do think so, because he blows he was, up a he, damn he, village.
1: And that's the thing is, you were all about him the last time we talked about it for chapter three, I think it was, for his background, because he, you thought he was a sympathetic character. I thought he was a bit of a selfish prick. Now you said he's starting the fight when all of his, you know, villages came to kill his ass, and now we got no, outsiders saying, though, like the, the Viking prince coming to The only to reason his ass the ass outsiders come passed. in is
2: because he has blown up the, the ice Don't in the village and all that, so you end up where they come in you don't get much of anything in this he ends up just attacking he's pissed, swamp thing goes down that's it
1: he though. was the heavy hitter jim we, ne- we never green. knew
2: him we never knew ye he also said with all this shit going down you're gonna die anyway it's too cold so you end up having all this nonsense going We'll see in the next couple chapters again that are on the Patreon that you do go back
1: to that sympathetic deal where you even see there's a
2: oh, man no, behind Viking the princess. monster still. He's
1: truly gone, and so is any hope of winning this war with no. the loss of Swamp Thing
2: yeah there they go, so we have no swamp thing, which that 'll carry on not as much of a you know and it 's even pretty quick in this to get to Aquamenamera, where everything 's getting frosty. They yeah, have to the go down monsters. to Atlantis. they, they go they to,
1: interrupted the honeymoon, you can yeah. see all the stuff you could the champagne is still sitting there. On their table with rose petals all no. over the bed, giant hole in the side of their house, no. goddamn ice monsters, giant hole and and their baby with
2: them. What a, what a honeymoon! But you end up where they go to Atlantis. They're afraid of they Atlantis. Have a responsibility, to. Atlantis ends up. You get a babysitter. You end up where like Atlantis. The old guys? Well, no, Fuck them. seriously, this is why you should get married before having a kid. That's just me on a soapbox, Eric. They're living in sin before that. You end up where they go to Atlantis and. The funny thing about it is, is that Mara told everybody, "Hey, kings and queens, that's bullshit. It's never happened again. We're leaving. They go back, which seems to be three days later at max yeah. and and Mother Sataya like the next day Mother Satea is acting as if it's been like forever, like she has to remind Mara of what she did yesterday and also says, Oh. Mara's back. Well, don't expect us to bow to you. I want Mara to say, "Bitch, that's what I stopped. That's what I don't want." And she even comes into more shape Hey, it's it's Mara from the Seppel. You know what? That's the <laughs> thing
1: is too. Volko in the last issue of that big Aquaman thing of the Red Wedding and everything that we just dealt with an Aquaman when Volko took her to the ninth, tried to show her how bad things her were. eyes were like, wide open. There, exactly. It yeah. almost seemed like a character turn in Mother her itself for the idea, like. Maybe I have been a harsh underwater bitch lately. Maybe <laughs> I should just open my heart to everybody what happened, here. But, then? And then all of a sudden, it's like a day later. Mary, you fucking bitch. Yeah, you ruined I'm everything. You, what are she you went doing back, back here? She
2: went back to the sisterhood, sat down and said, trying to get things straight in her head. Like, okay, Mara, she said no more kings and queens. And then Volko, he's showing me all this bullshit. I think that they're connected. I think Mara did it. Hell with Mara. They show up, like you said, it could have been three hours. And she's like, what are you doing here? You're coming back. I'm like, really, Mother Satea, You're really pushing this?
1: I, I do like that we go back in this issue those to to the like you know uh jeruk bis the monster awesome. keeper for the whole idea of all those underwater monsters that we saw before during yep. like the core and raft stuff and everything the Dan we, stuff exactly and we go back because Jurok Biss used to tell aquaman about this story you know, the stories of the fire trolls that exist you know below the surface i say surface but below to the center of the earth and stuff like this and like i'm glad you remember my story so after let me tell you the entrance way to the center then i'm just sitting here i'm like her ass is better not go to guitarist. <laughs> <laughs>
2: really? Uh, but I like that. When when I saw that, that that's actually, cool. again, callback. I was like,
1: that is a great callback. And you do
2: have that set up to go get, you know, these trolls. I usually, when I want to find the trolls, I either go to Reddit or Twitter, Eric. that That's shade I know, there. I I'm just looking but in the mirror. Really, I do. And I'm like, what happened? What bridge did you come out from under? <laughs> You're not looking so good. But uh, they go down and Meryl wants to go as well. And Aquaman says, no, no, no. Baby, it's, baby, it's, baby. It's Someone's got to take things. care of our baby. It's one of these yeah. And it's not even, but it's one of those. We both can't die. What's Andy going to do? Go off into the future with Aqualad? I mean, really? But you end up where they go down and Aquaman's the only so one. Much. Yeah, I do too. Aquaman is going down by himself. Only he can go fully into the lava area. He thinks. Uh, but when he's there, he tries to pretty much, you know, he doesn't really have a plan.
1: Like no. the idea that Jormis had alert? said, I, I'm going to go into the abyss here, the chambers and, uh, to the yeah. abyss, to the freaking magma core where the fire trolls lie. W- what is what is anybody's plan in that scenario? No,
2: well, I'm saying, what are you going to do then, Aquaman? Yeah, I'm gonna play that by ear. You already have jerk business, like they don't really think or talk or anything. He's like, "Yep, yeah, I'm gonna have to convince them to help us. I don't know how. I'm just gonna go down. Oh, woo, 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 and see I'm, if that works. I'm gonna
1: swing my trident around in a, a non-threatening
2: way. He's have like, I "Woo,
0: woo, woo." That
2: didn't work. I'm all out of options. I don't know what's gonna go on here. I have a pretty cool armor. Maybe they like that. Maybe
1: we can trade trinkets. I oh, don't no, know. Shit, they're giants too. Bis neglected to tell me how big the trolls were. It's yeah, really, and it's weird too because trolls you can't understand me. I am not here to fight. Oh god they're
0: hurting me so bad i
2: think that aquamans they're like listen you can't talk with them you don't know what's going on and aquaman's like oh it worked out for superman and that sin mar bullshit i'm heading down i'm gonna go down no it didn't but he goes down and luckily mara does show up and this is why i like it it's set up in a way that aquaman even says to jerk you know I'm trying to get this whole deal. He says Mara's going to be pissed. I'm sure she doesn't like that she's not allowed to come down. He's like, well, you know, we're having this problem. I'm too much like my mother and this sort of thing. And when,
1: when Mara comes down, he says, you know what? Turns, I think out we're both w- yeah. Turns out she's just what I want in a woman. She's just like my mother. Yeah, yeah. Really. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. And it's – they're two
2: alike, but they, they get – and Mara comes down, protects but Tex Aquaman with her Aquakinesis, which then, in a kind of a forced way, I mean, you don't really get much progression because we're all She uh, and that is very, very much. Uh, in all that shit. I don't know why they like anything going with water. I think that they would be real pissed. But you know, they live there in you go. water. Yeah, they're living in water that has lava that's sitting there. It makes no damn sense, plus smoke. But you end up where they are in awe. He ends up... Aquaman can sense feelings like they, they're they afraid of us. They think we've invaded. But once she shows that and they're like, oh my god, they're in awe. They want to go. Let's go, boys. Let's go. And you end up All having them go All of a sudden, she's Queen off.
1: Mara once again. Who yeah. knew? Yeah. I mean, she is she, the queen that's the again. Thing. It's almost like Orm, the Ocean Master, where it was the king of a fucking mutant city. Now you have Mara, <laughs> Queen of the Fire yeah. Trolls. Nobody wants to he's roiled it like you know titles it'd be so funny it's like get me
2: my towel the to servant it burns She's like i hate these things <laughs> these things are the worst they're trying to hold andy get away and so but uh yeah they come out and so, so at that's least the
1: thing is, they follow them away on the giant monster seahorses because those things are terrifying but <laughs> yeah they the, are the fire trolls are running like a freaking you know a medieval army after oh, yeah. maranaka i'm like through the non communications that we have right now
2: <laughs> are they aware that we stop? have to go
1: to the surface and then fight you know they ice run. monsters
2: they're brave in this shit they're just running they're going to run until they stop i like the idea that at one point i'm getting the the deal where The the plan is just – they're just going to go and stand around and heat shit up. You know, like Atlantis, it's getting cold. Let's heat shit up. They're almost like in in the old days. medieval. You'd have a a potato, a hot potato. You'd put it in your pocket, you would, to to heat up your pants. We are
1: off trying to find fire trolls while the Frost King is just sitting at the heart of the storm, Jen, which at this point in time just seems to be over the ocean. But he's sitting there trying to find his family. Are those fire trolls going to be able to ignite (laughs) some warmth in his heart? to leave? all this behind they we
2: thought that the fire was in the fire trolls all along but it was in us i the idea though i don't think he's actually thinking of anything he might be pretending that at this point i think he's building that stupid throne there's shit's going on around because the next couple issues he's got a throne but here's the thing and if you do go on and and listen to the other two chapters the just league and the teen titans that are on the patreon spotlight this week on the patreon patreon.com slash weird science eric You'll end up hearing us say that this whole deal, we still haven't faced the Frost King. We're going to be almost done. We get a dupe. We had him at the very beginning when he's just like, "Why'd you do this?" This week and when, we have
1: chapter seven and eight, and yeah. we only—it's a nine-part story. So at one point we're going to have to fight this Frost King, I think. Yep, it's. I not, think, but I hope until actually.
2: this, at least this one, and this is this was the first chapter of this week, and so I read this. I'm like, "All right, we get some pieces in the puzzle. It's Not big, but we have." Fire Trolls, that seems big. You know, let's go. It's the biggest thing that happened this week. And then how can you pull back from that little bit? I mean, it's like, all right. And I'm like, really? Fire like, let's Fire trolls were the
1: best part of the three chapters that came out this fucking yeah. week. It's ridiculous.
2: And and when you get that, I actually thought because the next and chapter, we, didn't have,
1: we did also didn't have to force the family narrative in this no. like we do with everything else. Because like we just this. had Aquaman and Mera and Andy all and together Andy. doing underwater and shit everything and everything made sense.
2: sense. The idea, oh, we were gonna have the honeymoon. All right, check. You have the idea, oh
1: man, she's more like my just mother. Mopi like yes, John check. Stewart in the Justice League book. Man, yeah. I hope I get a family. One I day. wish
2: I had a family. I'm gonna go save somebody. Star Labs. Maybe they up may, Maybe they'll come home with me and eat Christmas dinner for the Michael. families. <laughs> <I'm that shit laughs> with, a y. <laughs> with a why? Get out of town. You're not allowed in my house. I like You're the, the art a lot. I like the art a lot. Yeah, he's like, why, why? Exactly. Get out of here. Get out of town. But, yeah, I really thought that because the next chapter is the Justice League. That's the book that we're getting more of this. You know, it's a Justice League event type deal. So I thought, okay, this sets up. We got a lot of bullshit coming up. We got some fire trolls. Now we're going to get the Justice League book where things are going to hit. They're all going to come. No, not really. And then we get
1: a Teen Titans special. Oh, man, that's going to be special.
2: No, not that special. But, yeah, what would you give this?
1: thing as i've gone up talking about because i do I, this is my favorite chapter so it far, is my it's winter winter and it's ridiculous because it, it's all about the fire trolls for me baby that and aquaman and Mara's interaction it works the best out of anything we've dealt with and because i like the art i'm gonna go to a 6.5 out of 10 originally was just yeah. gonna do a 6 out of 10 go a little bit higher than what i have been doing with the 5.8s and 5.5s but there's – it's just more than we've gotten and we're still not doing enough here.
2: I'm actually going to be very – it's almost like backdoor shade what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually go up on my score as well. But I'm going to go to a seven because I just want anything. I'm desperate for something. And this, like you said, it got the family parts right. It wasn't forced. It wasn't just nonsense. It actually, when you have what's going on like in this – even the
1: Superman things like, okay, it's a family aspect. Lois, I need to save you. Fuck off, husband. I got yeah. this. Okay, I'm going to see my parents. Fuck off, son. We got this. Yeah.
0: Why right, I'm going shit. to
2: seven, because this this is actually, if you would have a book coming, and I, I think eventually we will, but if there was a book coming in March, there's a natural progression now, where Coach. even if you, you go from where the Kelly Sue ended, you go into this, and then you could go right from this. Into what we get next, because, you know, you could have that honeymoon, you can have them mention, oh, man, our honeymoon kind of got ruined. Let's have this, whatever. And it, it really works. They've gone back to, you know, Atlantis. So at least that's taken care of that. They've gone back this one time after the nonsense. With so a that's good there. Will, got some fire yeah.
1: trolls to save everybody. Exactly. You know?
2: Yeah, it really makes things pretty good in this whole Aquaman deal. So I'm going to go up to a seven. I'm going to ask the hack robot what he thinks, Eric. <laughs> you haven't heard from him in a while. I, I'm going to ask I, him what he, what, he, right now. what he thinks of him. Oh, I'm not a robot. I'm just <laughs> this a hack. <laughs> uh, the idea of what he thinks this whole endless winner would be better at. This story will be better in trade. Do you agree with that, Eric? Would it no, be better in trade? No, absolutely not. Can you that's imagine what, how much that's of a he's this would be Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, be always the worst. That's why he's hack robot, Eric. But We're going to go off now after a little tune, Eric, and we'll see what books we're going to next.
0: The Justice League, they'd be running. Soup's never cleaned up, but now we're all fucked. In an endless winter wonderland. All this fun, we'll be reading. But more stories, what I'm needing. We get recap galore, it better be more. In this endless winter wonderland. He's off to come like for a look, see, like Adam's playing coy with all this shit. Small papas eating pocket cookies. And while the world freezes, they just sit later on. They'll conspire. Probably beat the frost key with fire. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair. Those kisses to himself and he really thinks that tears is tear. Well, that's just Eric Shea. Looking for a star screen or maybe a hot cap. Spends all his money buying all that crap. Well, that's just Eric Shea.
1: Eric Shea is here. Man, there is more to me than
0: just
2: How that. Today I happen to Eric get in the mail Shea? a scarecrow statue. Oh my, a scarecrow statue. I'm scared right. of you. And how you are a man-child, Eric, as we sit here. about thought because I was so tall. That's true, too. And also weird and smelly. Uh, but besides how that, you're you. fine. <laughs> you're fine to me, right? This is uh, all wrong. And here we are, Eric. We have a bunch of books left. And we're going to have two more sections of two books. And I could have skewed it so that I could have played the, you know, ring the bell, uh, the uh-huh. ding. But I thought, no. We had that last week, Eric. We, we can't overuse that. We have that. that every week, don't we? No, no. I haven't played that song in a while. In fact, I had to find that stupid song for, for a bit. And I'm not saying stupid for Mike. I'm saying stupid because it makes me laugh. Uh, but I'm saying we,
1: stupid because you need to put these all in a file that you could find and understand. No, I have, you have like trouble seven finding all the trillion stuff you files do.
2: here. It's because we have so many crazy sounds and stuff like that. And when I end up making a file, if I put them all in one... It's going to take me 10 years to scroll through them. I usually have, like, uh, the one thing I have new, new, Segment new, songs. new, 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 new. I have it like that. No news is good news is what I always say. And never speaking say of good news, we ended up getting the solicits came out today as we record. And I got a little excited. So it's going to maybe pick up my spirits tonight for these books. Uh, not that they're All the greatest, but I can see something in the distance that I like. And maybe we'll be able to pull myself out of the misery that Eric calls life. Uh, So we'll be able to do that. And one of the things, too, is we can celebrate tonight because with those solicits coming out, uh, we get a couple endings of, you know, like uh, Brian Michael Bendis, Superman tonight. That's cool. And also Nightwing in the next couple sections where. That's the thing is. Is things. that
1: is that great where Brian Michael Bendis is ending Superman right now? Like, okay, it's finally over, only to find out that he's moving on to Justice League in March? I'm like, like what's the. Listen, what is the greater good the here? The
2: greater good is we have one less book. I mean, that's all I care. I'm number.
1: You, you have one I'm last number. Code.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm out. <laughs> I'm telling you, when we do the – we're going to do a fantasy draft of the books, I think is how we, we're going to do it. Me and you kind of mm-hmm. get a little bit more of a lead way where I can say I'm getting Nightwing because I've suffered with this stupid Rick Grayson for a while. But for a lot, we may just have a pick-of-the-litter type deal, fantasy deal, where, yeah, I may get Justice League and I'll kill myself, but – with that, though, there was there was also no Legion of Superheroes. Remember that book, Eric? You remember no. that? No, I don't either. But we don't have that either. We only have that one Justice League book, and it seems like Brian Michael Bendis wants to then turn that into seven trillion things because that cover – and then to infuriate everyone, including myself, he
1: writes, I better learn who some of these characters are. Uh,
0: That's not the joke. You.
2: Did you see did you see my tweet, Tom? I,
1: I didn't even know that he <laughs> tweeted this out. Now I'm just angry. It's going to ruin the
2: rest of my night. How about this, Eric? You want me to cheer you up with my shade? Y- you know, sometimes I do kind of get a zinger in there. You end up where he tweets it's us. It's going to be so lame. You, no, it isn't. You have that right. huge landscape of characters, right? You you saw the picture. All oh, those yeah. characters. Oh, yeah. great. And he goes, oh, man, it's about time I learn who some of these are. You know, some of these. So
1: I tweeted. You have the normal Justice League that we have in Endless Winter right now, plus, you know, like uh, Black Canary, Green Arrow, Hippolyta, and Black Adam. It's a very exciting time to be a Justice League yes. fan. Kind yes. of.
2: <laughs> get, get this there. So I figured, okay, well, I'll help him out. I said, hey. I understand, you know, you need some help with these characters you don't know yet. Well, the guy on the right in the red and the blue is Superman. Jerk! And I got him, Eric. That was pretty good, wasn't it? I think that people were like, what an asshole. What Seriously? An asshole. Oh, it made me laugh, though. I, I, it made me laugh because Clay ended up putting something in the slack. He's like, really? I want to punch this guy. I got you, Clay. I just no,
1: feel no, no. like on your off time not doing podcasts, you like to go outside and trip children and say, have a nice fall. Damn yeah, right, you. I do. Have if a nice can, trip. See you next
2: fall. <laughs> if I can be anonymous. I end up having and I get that the weird science. But still, it's kind of anonymous. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. It, it was the roast of, Brian, of Michael Bendis on the Twitter last night. I was having such great times. Like I put the tweet, Brian Michael Bendis said that the identity reveal of Superman would lead to a thousand stories well now the next writer can pick up with the next 999 and a half but no merrick that is good stuff right i need to take
1: twitter away from you
2: that is so good you should sometimes i just people would even say if they they are following us on twitter like i'll just suddenly get these crazy (laughs) crazy deals where I, i tweet like seven things in a row i usually don't i just sit there and Shake my head and argue with people But I was having fun I was trying to make people laugh People having a nice time Because when they heard that Brian Michael Bendis was on Justice Like A lot of people were losing their minds As if, you know, failing on Superman Means that you fail upwards at DC That's and right get justice oh, League. Man, You
1: didn't do any justice for Superman or Action Comics Oh going, my god, Eric See, listen to going to you on here.
2: Hashtag Eric Shea how dare
1: you <laughs> take the just best superhero this. team of all time and just tear that shit down too? This is AT and T in the background, like we don't give a shit about these funny books. Let's tear it all down. Let's justify our actions.
2: No, what they have to do is that's it. Hey, everybody, what do we need to tear down next so that we can justify just shutting the doors? Oh, Justice League. Okay, put Bendis on it. But doom Hey, there.
1: Yeah, but- uh, Where's this- the hashtag Jeff Johns cut for this you know, Justice League series going forward? I don't
2: know. Jeff Johns has like a little bit in one of the anthology books, so at least we got that right. I, I don't know. But you end up with these solicits with Tom Taylor on Nightwing. I was real excited about that. Um, though- Barbara that girl is in it so she's gonna die (laughs) just like she she's dead and then uh, with all these other things there's a lot of new writers and it still scares me because I was waiting for that big giant surprise like oh my god and it was the Nightwing actually That was like the most pleasant surprise The other stuff with the people carrying over from Future State I think that's, you know, kind of walking on thin ice If if they don't do well during Future State Or if some people find that out They're just going to make up things in their mind Well, I'm out of Future State, so why should I come back? Because they'll think it's just Future State continuing, which it's not Uh, I hope that people give it a shot still Even with us yelling and screaming And maybe Bendis will get some of that Avengers magic back there that's what Jay from Canada says. Well, his Avengers were awesome. I'm like, that was like 16 years ago. Jesus, I have kids well, that we are. If we learn anything from Justly
1: like Dark, Dark, that magic comes with a cost, and the cost is, you know, he once used this magic, and now he can never use it again. It's that depleted. is the cost.
2: It's depleted. He's and cursed. He is like a Green Lantern ring that is not charged, Eric. He can't use it, though. I don't think he knows that either. So we're in big no. trouble. Also, with that though. They are having the backup in that the Just League Dark. So that's okay. I actually think that fits better as a backup than a full out book going forward. And it didn't really dawn on me the idea that I kept saying, Well, these side characters are great for a digital only type deal. Actually good for backups. And we have a backup well, backups are weird thing that we used stuff. to do a
1: lot of stuff with, you know, like back in the day like DC used to like even back in the eighties in Detective Comics you used to always have a green arrow backup and stuff like that. And like I'm always sitting there thinking to myself, it's not enough. Like, even when we had the Shazam back up in the Just League at the beginning of the new 52, it's like, it's never enough for me, and why not just give Them a book? I know, thing, instead but doing just stuff think of like that this. You have the
2: JLD, and the book didn't Sell well, but they still like to have that In the characters, so I like that as a backup And you have a Damien backup and Batman And uh, the Detective Comics Kind of both, right. and I like that too Instead of just trying to, you know Shove it into the book itself, you have A backup, see how it goes, I actually like It, I, I think it's a good idea, a lot of Anthologies though, and me and you hate those <laughs> We hate them, even if they are Something besides the, hey, here the DC nuclear winner. I'm like, yeah, that's for you. I'm out. But with these, they're more important and they're they're gonna be letting new writers come in and stuff like that and check some which things is always out. exciting it
1: is it is and but, i say that but then we have the you know the writer's workshop where we see it's like okay I what know. kind of story can you write in four pages am well, i like,
2: we, we yeah i know oh. i know well this seems to be something a little this better yes. and we have a chip sadarsky batman which i'm really looking forward to because daredevil is one if not my favorite book of the year this year so i'm really looking forward to that but unfortunately we're not going to be dealing with that right now we have some books to talk about, Eric, and we're going to start with what I thought might be the last Dark Multiverse book, The Tales. It's not. It's not at all. You got the all. next one. You know that, right? Uh, no, I. I you actually, are the metal man. I was sitting there thinking, and I'm like, I hate the metal men. But am I the metal man? Am you I are the
1: metal man. When we have Dark am I Knights machine metal, am I? <laughs> Tales from the Dark Multiverse next week? I believe it is. I know. I want to think that's all you. Oh,
2: I went through the books for next week already. And I'm like. All right. Well, it is dark multiverse stuff. So that's Eric's gig. But uh, then again, that's kind of mine. And also we probably have heard actually we'll probably hear a mail coming up after this section that's gonna beg you to review that book, Eric. The, the oh, person really? who actually oh, did yeah. you mail in? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Eric. Please did it. now it's Alex M. He doesn't All want right. he doesn't he basically said that he don't want my bullshit on it. it. Is what oh, he okay. said. He said I was biased I can understand, about Alex. Here's the thing. Are you biased about something when all of them suck? I mean, really, if if I'm going to eat a shit sandwich and then, you know, five shit, am I biased to shit sandwiches because they all make me throw up? Because no, it's because they stink. And that's he's kind of going with the idea of these tales of the dark multiverse. I'm not giving them enough play. I'm not allowing them to – I know, thought
1: he meant that your bias, the metal one, is something right up your alley. You no, You no. have been giving love in those. No, he's
2: saying that he loved all of these Tales of the Dark Multiverse, and he doesn't want my bias to
1: to ruin his experience. <laughs> Let's save that now for when it comes up. Yeah,
2: you'll, you'll hear. I yell about that again uh, when we get to that. But we are going to go into the Tales of the Dark Multiverse and just to just give Alex them a little you wink-wink. Know, I think I like this better than you, Eric. I think this actually is one that shocked the hell. It shocks the world, Eric, that it is a Steve Orlando crazy ass issue that means nothing that I actually tickle my fancy a little, but you go with this. What is it?
1: Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Crisis on Infinite Earths, number one, written by Steve Orlando, with art Mike Perkins, Andy Troy, and Troy Petiri. The Fuge wants to tell us another dark tale, and this time he, it's, he says it's about the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Too bad the Fuge is a goddamn liar, because the story is more of the dark version of the last days of the Justice Society. But in a world where that story took place the JLA instead, where they all died and Ragnarok came to Earth, and now it's up to the All-Star Squadron to take all, out the threat of the fire giant Surturr, it's dark, it's bloody, and it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. But even with that, it's still an interesting dark tale, to be sure.
2: Yeah. What What I'm going to get with this is everybody who think
1: there was a complete sentence in there somewhere. It might have been. <laughs>
2: Maybe we'll, we'll find I'm not it, making it later. Any promises. I, I do not have a magnifying glass, but uh, there you go. Uh, it's a weird thing to say. Well, I thought you were coming over to measure up, partner. I, I ended up reading this and it gave me a little more. And I told you this before we recorded, it gave me a little more of what I actually wanted from the last tales of the, you know, dark multiverse, the last tales of the whole deal that we Flash just point. got. Of the, no, not the flashpoint, the one that we just got for the death metal, the one, you know, hey, Aquaman, you know, I'm there with my lousy oh, The last tale. stories of the DC yeah, last universe. Stories of the DC just tie universe. into death metal, yeah, yeah. Um, that was basically, okay, the world's going to end the next day let's have parties let's have a beach party vietnam I let's said tell at our point, feelings for each feelings. other we're talking about but instead of that you have had a lead up to that and i'm not going to go through our whole thing we talked about it for about an hour and 40 minutes but the idea of the lead up like everything's going bad and yeah you can play off let's have one last nice night but the next day all hell is tomorrow we're loose. all gonna die and that's what you get in this as well they're coming up with a plan, they need to beat Sator, and when they're doing that, they are remembering those who they've lost already to actually put that whole idea of what they have to do. And yeah, it's a Hail Mary, we might die, but we have to do it because these other people went down doing that as well, including Supergirl and this, all that. It's a weird twist. This This book has really nothing. Nothing to do with what is well, being that's the spelled thing out is, the biggest What we problem. have
1: in this is supposed to be Crisis on Infinite Earths because that name alone will sell a title like a book if you see that on the stands like this. But the problem is Steve Orlando decided to like – Yeah, it's called Crisis on Infinite Earths, but what I'm going to do is a what-if version of The Last Days of the Justice Society, which made sense for that story because after the Crisis on Infinite Earths, DC Comics didn't know what to do with the JSA anymore because they kind of seemed redundant with all the double characters that we had since everything moved to Earth-1. So with that story, Roy Thomas decided it's okay – I'm going to make this the last hurrah for the JSA and I'm going to put them in this limbo, like, you know, as guardian freaking eternal conflict against the legions of chaos during Ragnarok, where they're going to be stuck there repeating this fight over and over again to make sure that it never gets to earth. And this way we could put the JSA aside and, you know, continue on with the normal book. And one day, if anybody wanted to, they could always bring we can them back, out. which they did because people love the JSA. Now, what we have here is the idea that instead of everything merging into Earth-1, Earth-1 being our seed planet, Earth-2 is the seed planet. And for some reason, in this idea of this what-if story... Now that we have Earth-2 as our seed planet, the Justice League of America would have to go and take on Surtur and the legions of Ragnarok. But it doesn't make any sense because the reason that Roy Thomas did this whole thing to begin with is that it tied back. Because during the crisis, when the Spectre sent out all of his energy throughout space and time, it went back in this whole thing where it started changing things because in the last days of World War II – Our heroes, they went and defeated the All-Star Squadron. Like, you know, Hitler was defeated and everybody said, hurrah. In the altered timeline now, because of the energy going back, Spectre's energy charged up the spear of destiny, which allowed Hitler to then go and do this spell to bring about Ragnarok, the end of the world. Because if he's going out, everybody's going to go out. Fuck you. So because of this, the Spectre went and grabbed everybody and brought them Back in time, but also into a limbo as guardian universe where they then had to take on the bodies of the Norse gods to then go against the agents of Ragnarok, like Surtur, Fenrir, and like, you know, Loki and stuff like that. It made sense because it tied into this big moment of the JSA or All Star Squadron's history of something they were dealing with. To go back now and say that, okay, we're going to send the Justice League of America, who had no concept of this and weren't there doesn't really work out is this whole thing that they would go to asgard and end up dying and the legions of the, like you know the uh the ragnarok would come to earth but we're only dealing with searcher here so it's kind of a weird what if story it's a weird to way that we're playing with things and, here. and
2: really it, it's basically the idea and, and the weird thing about this is it's the dark multiverse and it does end in a dark way but in a weird dark way and the idea I think it's just let's throw something that has the crisis thing on it, but also let's get some of these characters. I'm saying <laughs> that it's people called get a Crisis kick out on of.
1: Infinite Earths, and that's the thing. It's The Last Days of the Justice Society. is kind of a sequel to the continuation of the crisis, because it's crisis all over. To call this I'm book telling Crisis you, it's double
2: kind of a lie. I think it's double dipping with a lie, but I don't mind once we get into it. And It's funny, too, because it did seem at points where you start off, and I think that it is the... The Tempest not deal is longer than any of the others. It just seemed to me because there has to be so much of a setup. Well, at, one a point he, at one point, he's laying
1: down.
0: I'm like, really? Like, he's even tired. Is, though,
1: what part of this is the what if? Because I told you there's like so many aspects of the what if. Like, first off, we got to say the Earth 2 is the seed planet, not Earth 1. And because that's changed, now this has changed. So we have like 14 what ifs rolling this story to get the idea that. All right, the Justice League of America, they're all dead. Surtur came to Earth, and now it's up to the All-Star Squatch and all your Golden Age characters and their kids, the Infinity Inc, to get together and take this giant fire monster down. And that's where we start the story off with this big old battle, which people just get wrecked left and right with Surtur talking all this shit. Everybody's like, oh, you think you old heads got shit on me? I've killed all these other people before you that had the same symbols you do. What chance do you think you got? And pretty much, this is the issue. It is an all-out fight to show you what they got. Show us what you got. Show and us what you got. And show up to show you. Uh, yeah.
2: I-, I like it, though, where, like I said, at one point, you see Tempest Fugitive. He's sitting down. It's taking him what so he- long to explain he said, it. He's so tired. I thought, I thought he was going to light up a smoke. <laughs> like, he's been he walking with you, you a of us second. all day. Seriously, his jaw's been going, too. And-, and so when you get into it, it is an all-out battle. Now, why I think that I didn't mind this as much, first off, it, it doesn't. Like you said, it's kind of a lie of what it's supposed to be. But once you get yeah. into it, it's pretty easy to follow. You could just well, go thing. with It's this.
1: a lie, and it doesn't make sense with the way it's saying things work but out. Once because once you get It doesn't – like you know. there's no reason for the JLA to have gone and done this for the connection that the JSA had originally and why they originally went besides for DC's in-house ideas like – you got to get these old heads out of here. We've got the new bloods down here everybody wants to read about.
2: I just like, once I got in, I can enjoy the battle and the characters. And Steve Orlando actually writes these a little less Steve Orlando-esque than he does a lot. Oh, no, it's very less
1: Steve... I I actually dig the
2: dialogue and the
1: situations that he's throwing
2: down here. And this is the stuff that he loves. This is the stuff that he loves so much. And I think they just said, Crisis, he just decided he's going to do what he's going to do. But once you get into it, the battle itself really to me and this is what i said before we recorded i would have loved that these tales all of a sudden we realized that they're all connected in a way that we're going to get almost like in a weird way when we left convergence and those characters went off to stop it like we would have something like that like at the end of each of these something or somebody went off to do something that would be able to help because really if you read this as Okay, Sartre He's kind of like the Batman who laughs. It really plays out almost like what's going on you in are death reading metal. Way too much no, into I'm this. saying I'm not reading into it. I'm saying okay. it's almost the exact same story as what we're already getting in death metal. You are just getting this big bad Sartre that it, it has no connection. None of these do. But I'm saying it, it's very similar to just the story. He's come, he's wrecking house, he's destroying everything, and they have to have a last-ditch effort. So even in this, it has a little bit of that last stories deal where they're all one night left, they have to come up with a plan, they know they're going to die, all of that. So I didn't mind it because it was just a story that we had a bunch of you know classic characters Trying to do their thing with a couple callbacks and things like that So I didn't mind it And the dialogue is okay But I like the personal moments where you do have quickly You know, S- Supergirl, you know, getting wrecked All these other characters I have Hawkman's Hawk down or so you Girl. have Hawkgirl Like, I'm going to end up having to, uh, you know, do stuff for him And everybody has their reasons to go forward You get, you know, Johnny Thunder And he's not able to get the Thunderbolt well, Everybody and stuff is just like getting that.
1: wrecked I'm like, okay, All-Star Squadron, let's give him hell And right away you know Hawkman's dying freaking Hawkgirl's dying you know the Spectre decides he's going to take on Surtur. His head explodes out there the dynamite and the TNT explode out the ring flies off through the ridiculous grace and just destroys right there. Like, his head this initial battle it's like you have you can blame what to blame Surtur, the big bad of this whole thing but it is just a domino effect of everybody just dying all at once from all these situations going to the point where it's like all right there's phantom girl Oh, yeah, she's dead. And, like, there's freaking, you know, the star-spangled kid. Oh, he don't have a face no more. All right, look, there's Wonder Woman. She's going to fly that invisible jet into... Oh, shit, there goes Wonder Woman. This whole thing is just over and over again. You are just watching your heroes fall to the point where they decide, all right, look, Washington, D.C. is all in flames right now. Sir has just whooped our asses something fierce, like all of Infinity Yank. Freaking all the auxiliary members of the JSA going into the All-Star Squadron everybody's essentially down. We just have to fall back at this point and decided, all right, who do we got left? Because things aren't working well for this. Cause we don't have the bodies of gods to, like, you know, to uh, take over in this point in time. Like, you know, the original story had, which allowed them to come back. And the idea that it was a never ending battle. So every time that everybody would die and even the, like the Lords of Ragnarok would die there, it would just, the fight would just start all over again. It'd be an endless cycle to keep this thing from ever making sure it got to earth. But when you have this whole thing, when you're trying to take your, like, you know, idea of who's left and you'd call yourself the justice society of earth because now you are fighting for all of earth just not america and you have to go through it's like all right we got Wild Camp, we got huntress we got superman and lois lane we got obsidian green arrow <laughs> i mean green light uh green lantern jay garrick johnny thunder aquaman the original freaking messed up you know golden age aquaman you have starman sandman and hawk girl left and fury wonder woman's daughter that's pretty much it for this meeting to talk about how we're going to take back to earth. And even the idea is to like, Sam, I had a dream about this, you know, 50 years ago, and now it's finally coming to pass. We got to do some shit about this. And Wildcat, like you said, the idea that Wildcat is going to go to a Johnny Thunder who thinks himself the big goof of the team, almost the mascot. Like, what can I do? I have a magic thunderbolt. And also my magic thunderbolt after seeing Sir turn, the, like take out the specter and everything like that. He's too afraid to come he's out of his out. So what could a Johnny Thunder do? And it's almost like the way we had it at the end of, um, Infinity War for the Avengers movie, where the Hulk, after taking on Thanos, he's too afraid to come out of Bruce Banner at this point. So you just have Johnny Thunder like getting a pep talk by Wildcat, like, "Look, I always knew it's going to come down to you, the freaking muscle and the heart, baby."
2: Yeah, I I like that, and that again. I know this means nothing. Even it even Starman nothing, and Jay but-
1: Garrick trying to come up with an idea to create a black hole like a black hole in the center of Sir Ter to engulf all his energy right there. Them working this plan out and just having those little individual moments like the idea of Hawk Girl and you know Huntress and stuff like that. Huntress talking about what she Huntress, lost yeah. with, uh, with Catwoman and Batman being dead And this dead is how Wayne if people Dick don't Grayson know Dick Grayson being dead. Exactly. The whole Wayne version of Huntress and even the idea of like you know Aquaman. Well, the Aquaman's the weirdest part. He just really wants to make sure that you know that he is the golden Age fucking lab, you know, creator. He doesn't really have point.
2: much of a connection except that and that's the thing i like think i don't know
1: it's like this and, and you you've never been a joiner aquaman i was my father's science <laughs> project <laughs> from my day one made i made. was born on just a human made to breathe underwater he is just woe storm. like did you even want the world to continue no, aquaman is that what, you're it, right what he's
2: telling him is he wants it all to end right then he's Let like i'm a monstrosity <laughs> uh, but yeah so there are times when I think that normal people, people especially that haven't read some of the classic stuff, will be left behind. Uh, like when you have Sandman, he's waxing poetic about, you know, what he has to do and what he's going for, family, but all that. But then some of the stuff is in well, the here now. Well, even when you
1: have Alan Scott and Obsidian, Todd right there, like they're talking about the idea I where, like you know, that though, but Obsidian I know. is Alan Scott's, you know, son and stuff like that. And so is Jade, Jenny Wynn. And they never really knew each other. Alan didn't know anything about these kids until they were adults. Now he has the, ch- the time to actually, you know, be a father to them while they're all now already adults. They've started infinity Inc. They're all playing, But, now Jenny Lynn, you know, Jade, she's dead. And like, I- I'm sorry, I was never there for you, Todd. You have this moment where Alan can it's go nice and talk moment. about, you know, I'm, I never knew you were alive, but if I did, I would want to be there for your lives. And I want to be there. I want to create a world where we can have this now. I want to save the world and I want you by my side. Yeah.
2: And and I like these moments. And again, a lot of that last story steal People like the smoochy smoochies and I'm going to marry you and all that. I actually like this because it gives you that sense of dread that's coming up but seeing why they're heroes i i didn't you know the last tales deal what got me is you know just because Oliver's gonna ask you know dinah to marry him that's not giving me that's nice that's fan service deal but i like this when they are coming up against somebody that you mentioned the people in this fight cool characters a lot of people like them the best characters are dead and they got Decimated, says you. I'm telling you, I'm saying power wise mainly, I'm not saying that you like them less. Uh, but You they're, have the they're Green Lantern, ready.
1: you have a Speedster Jay Garrick, Spectre you have Starman. Spectre just Star got
2: decimated and, and the Spectre gets taken down. Like, I don't incredible. even I don't even understand
1: why the Spectre was here because the Spectre should have been dead to begin with and actually gone and sent everybody back and warned the thing. Like The reason that he was in the original story was to warn everybody and pretty much send them back to like to get all this stuff started. So I don't even know why he's really here. No,
2: he is. But he
1: is. He's dead.
2: So, you know, you have these things going on and I do like that. You know, let's try to get ready for the fight. You know, they have the plans going. But in the meantime, let's kind of, you know, I have some feelings that I want to let out or I want to pump somebody up. Wildcat with uh, Johnny Thunder is great. And I do also like Alan Scott. Like you said, his son, Todd, he hasn't been there for him. He wants to be there. But also says, I want to do something that gives his the light His, his mother,
1: like, you know, is crazy. And I have like, this the idea of going back. It's one of those things I love, like, Thank God the DC Universe app or the DC Infinite app, stuff like that, because these great stories about these characters, you can go back and like, you know what? I do want to dive into a JSA after this. And that's I why I love these stories, because it actually gets you like, well, shit, I haven't read this before. I want to go back and read some more about this. Like the old Infinity Inc. and stuff like, I, I haven't read a ton of it, but like, maybe I do want to go back and check out what this is up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with all about. you.
2: I actually, that's why I give kudos that now you'll hear my score at the end. This is no 10 out of 10. It's it's a dupe, first off, so I couldn't, but I like these moments, and they actually, the character work that Steve Orlando does with these in this crazy dupe of a non-make-sense story actually got me, and like you just said, I would like to go and read some more Obsidian stories. I I didn't think I'd ever nah, say that. Really I was, I you don't really want to hear that. some Obsidian stories now. I might, I might, Eric, but he's a mess. this, and- the whole deal they have this plan set up and again Steve Orlando does not do this now you remember it's a dark multiverse thing so I'm not expecting at the end for them to have a wishing machine and, and win so I'm waiting to see okay how is this guy that would I, be great I, I'm it? sitting there thinking I'd be I so thought. angry I thought there was going to be because <laughs> as you're going you're, you're actually Starting to root for these cats, like oh man, I don't want them to die. What is going to happen? Because I really start thinking he's just going to, so Church's just going to just go through them and say, haha, whatever you did, your bullshit. I'm going, but you do get that at first. You get that they're losing. I mean, you end up having Jay Garrick. He he just gets cut in half. I mean, it's it's awful and all these things. But you do have the idea of Alan Scott. Being so selfless at the end that he becomes is he the selfless? hero. That's the thing is I he, actually got mad is, at the end of this whole thing he because is, the at least idea, for
1: Earth, Eric. I mean, like for the, the whole universe. It's the plan true, that but. we had with Starman and Flash here for the idea that we're going to go and create this black hole by you know going around and like you know using the speed force and stuff like that to actually create a black hole inside the body of Surtur to engulf all his energy and pretty much get him out here. It doesn't work out. Starman goes down. Jay Garrick goes down. And we are like, even Superman, he ends up going down. But you have this big funnel thing. And it's one of those deals that we have in, like, you know, death metal and metal and all the Scott Snyder stories where it's always the darkest before That's the dawn. That's why because, this reminded shit. me so
2: much of those. Like I said. Because then, I'm
1: like, all right, the J- JSA or the JSE for this because the Justice Society of Earth. They have a plan, Sam. J-C and they're going to make this terrible. shit work. <laughs> JSE, <J-C. laughs> Jim. Just Society of Earth. JSE, but it
2: sounds ridiculous. But when
1: everything goes tits up here and we just have Alan Scott pretty much left and they're like, he knows, like, of the original JSA, it's like – I, I want the people that are left here, the youngsters. I want everybody to live, and like I want everybody on Earth to live. This whole idea of it becoming Galactus and like it's the Galactus. Silver Surfer it and is. stuff like that for the He's be of his Herald of Galactus. Like, look, I will be your Herald. I will go off into the distance, like galaxies and stuff like that. I will find you other worst worlds to devour, searcher You don't have to be like. As long as you leave Earth alone, I will work for you. And the idea that he becomes what's known as the Dread Lantern. that I'm like, yeah, wow. <laughs> like the <I'm like, laughs> Dread
2: Lantern. Like It's like the, it's thing like is, the Gloom Patroller. You're controller. saying the
1: selflessness of Alan Scott. Yes, I have protected my world, but now I have taken on all this extra power from Surtur to become his Dread Lantern, and I have doomed so many more planets. Hey, I'm like, you
2: know, you're a cares? monster, Alan who Scott. Who cares about them, Alan? And they, I'm just sitting there
1: like, up. Oh. Must be dark multiverse. You
2: you know what? I actually wanted. I wanted at the end, but again, it kind of... Well, you still could have the whole dark multiverse deal. I actually wish there was some way that they kind of figured out. I know this. We'd have to work this out. Don't start throwing shade at me, Eric. That it doesn't make sense. But I would have liked the idea that. The plan, if this came to it, is that Alan Scott would say, I'll be your herald. He gets powered up to do that, somehow can create a pocket dimension, a pocket universe that they trick Sartre into going, and then you have that endless cycle that you had during the original story, but now it's just Alan Scott and Sartre in that, going through these endless battles, that it is then a sacrifice of Alan Scott fully because no well sense. it could <laughs> it, if you had to if you ended up you'd have to have a couple of the characters like a specter and things like that that wouldn't have died and then could have worked it out but i would have liked that uh because yeah you end and you have to have a dark deal well the dark deal is that everybody in the universe is going to be screwed but earth is okay and that's <laughs> yeah, all you need okay. to go. bunch right. of jerks it's not the, just the Society of the Universe, Eric. It's not JSU. It's JSE. You
1: know, like, I, I'm trying to look at the end here. Like, who do we have left? I, I can't tell who the hell Nobody. that is. The top of my butt. No, you got like Superman. You got Fury, Huntress, Obsidian, and Hawkgirl left. And somebody else here that I can't recognize because Obsidian's big, fat, freaking bodies in the way. But uh, it's you just – a lot we of have legacy
2: m- deals. Just, and- just
1: go back, though, for when all of our JSA All-Star Squadron members and Infinity Inc. were all like – Look at the amount of people on that awesome spread page when he's like, you know, give them hell and stuff like that. And he says, well, the All-Star Squad, it's amazing the amount of characters on there just to be left with this handful. It's like, did we really win?
2: Did we? (laughs) And did they really have to, you know, graffiti up the JSA table to put Earth there? I think they knew that. Yes, they did.
1: I think they knew (laughs) that. That was why, okay.
2: I'm telling you, it looks like it might be like heat visioned in. I I was actually going to ask you, who do you think did that? You think it was Wildcat? He's just there. I totally think it was Wildcat. (laughs) They come in and they're like, really? You had to do that? All right. I guess we're going with the JSE. Hey. But uh, yeah, just the dialogue shocked me how much I thought it was really good. I like the little moments between characters and again it inspired but it's me it's dark It's it brooding, and it's just a big battle it. full of death and destruction and blood that's the dark multiverse eric welcome to the suck baby i i actually got excited though like i said i may even think about reading some obsidian i don't think about it until yeah, I, I'm like, I, get I say that i think about a lot of things but it actually made me interested in the characters and the problem is, though, is I know enough, and especially like Obsidian. I will thank you, Eric, uh, for being such a nice teacher. I thought I was teaching you. You were teaching me all along because we have had talks about Obsidian and Jade. You yeah. have told me what you know about them. And, you know, I, so I knew enough that when this came up, I actually knew at least the connection. I'm like, that's cool, Jade, that has gone, all that. So I actually was more involved with this. This one, this one has to be like the most non-user friendly but i keep saying that to a lot of these but really with crisis being a big story you would think people would know the gist of it and then you dupe them and twist and turn into something else but i think that people there's nothing
1: crisis related to this
0: at all.
2: (laughs) the crisis is that you're going to
0: pay money for something
2: you don't
1: understand like what if this story, The Last Days of Justice Society, was completely different? Well, if
2: these are what the ifs, what if. it's what if I was given an assignment and decided to do what the fuck I want.
0: That I'm that's what you, the you, if, if, if is. It,
1: the, the oh, DC gosh. would have been honest and put this out and thought that it might have, you know, sold as well as a, you know, what if Crisis on Infinite Earths, but The Tales from the Dark Multiverse, The Last Days of the Justice Society, that would be more apt to what it would be. You know
2: what? Uh, I,
1: I got to go back
2: here because I want to see. Yeah, actually, you have some things on the cover, but the cover is even deceiving a bit as well. And so I think that what they should have done is what you just said. I think that they should have been a little more you know, confident that that could because people love the JSA. And just having the Hawkman stuff and, you know, with the 12 people that bought that, Eric, that's a diss there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, there was more, but it wasn't a great seller. Um, But having that, I think, might have gotten some people into this and then would have been like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. Because actually, once you're in, I did kind of like that, though. Uh, my final score, like I said, it's not a 10, but what did you give it?
1: I end up getting a six point eight out of ten because the how messed up this whole thing is a lot of the story does not make sense for the way it's supposed to be working out. And ultimately, like I said, what you get is some doom and gloom, a big old battle scene throughout with blood and guts, all your favorite heroes of the golden era just pretty much getting slaughtered left and right. That is your story, but there is still some fun to be had in the situation because Steve Orlando we've had a lot of problems with in the past for the way that his dialogue comes out stuff like this, but everything that he does here, while it's you know convoluted and doesn't work out for the way the story's supposed to. It's pretty good, and I really enjoyed it. And the thing is, you know, like uh Mike Perkins' art, I gave a lot of shit to during the Lois Lane run because of how dark it was. But you know, just with a different art, I mean, colorist you're on this, you're
2: saying maybe the colorist was who should have been exactly.
1: Blamed. And that's the thing is cause because I think I everything looks great in this art for this whole thing, and it's 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 a weird thing. I'm telling you, I don't know. Who this is really made for? Is it old comic book fans who can actually get to wrap their head around it? But then if they you have that, then you have the people like me like, This ain't right yeah, at all. I, I don't know what I the know. hell you're doing. So like and new people, they're not gonna know a lot of stuff about the JSA and all these other all-star squadron characters. It's not even just that. You have freedom fighters here, you have the faucet characters, you have everybody that DC acquired over the years, and also this Characters that nobody really uses anymore, like the stars. Like you might now with the Star Girl TV show and stuff like that. You have the Star Spangled Kid. You have Shining Knight. Even Johnny Thunder's gotten some room since uh, Jeff Johns brought it back for the Doomsday Clock. But like T, like TNT and might stuff like that. Like th- these are characters that nobody knows about. They're, they're featured, not prominently, but they're at least featured in this. And it just feels weird because I'm like, who is this for? But the thing is, if you go in like a Jim Warner who doesn't know a lot about anything. You can still get some fun out of it. Dare you, (laughs) you (laughs) jerk? (laughs) I know my.
2: He's dead now. He I, yeah. just Dick Gray, I hope uh, you're happy. I'm going to give it a uh, 7.6, Eric. What did you give that last stories of the- 7.5. Exactly. So this is better. That's why, Eric, I knew that you well, gave it Everything that. Everything you liked about more. this
1: is what you didn't like about no, the, the last story. it's stories. actually
2: because this is giving me more of the feels towards what's happening in the battles. The other thing was just fan service where they didn't even seem to even know what the story was. Oh, my God. You, you have- Batgirl bitching and moaning and then oh let's get married Nightwing okay you're married get out of here kids and and that I like this because what I said when we talked about that they're getting the plan ready but it, it's very very personal to them what's going to happen because of all the people have been decimated and I think that one of the biggest problems with death metal I kind of see through this is that The heroes have not had anybody that they lost really big. You haven't had like Superman dead or one because even then you can reset it at the end. We don't know exactly the reset or whatever, but I don't think Batman's going to remain a Black Lantern no. a, a, as we go forward. So you can reset some things. He could just die. And so we, we have been saying all along this whole deal where you are playing with death metal like a what if, almost like an alt universe deal. So you can have some fun. It's not fun at all. And there's no real stakes being set up for this final battle, except we better win. There's not like, Oh my God,
1: that. So because you know, the DC characters aren't going to lose in the end, you can't take any joy. No, out
2: of it. what I want is in the whole death metal, like they're going to go against the Batman who laughs. But if the Batman who laughs already killed Superman, then you're going to get even like this with Johnny thunder. What would Dick Grayson be able to do against them? Then you don't have that, you know, you know, matchups thing where you can say, "Oh my God, you know, all these things just decimated these big."
1: We haven't had any deaths. So you're telling me these stories should have happened after this next issue of Death Metal that we've already talked about. What stories? The the last stories of DCU that we should have a lot of people during the battle at first, and then we should take a short break. No, we I just have these said stories. that
2: all that all I'm saying is that last stories of the DCU was 100 percent fan service bullshit. That they said, "Okay, what do people want?" Well, they want to have. You know, Arthur, eh, be there with Mara and the baby. Okay, let's do that. Oh well, they everybody wants Nightwing and Batgirl to get married. Okay, we'll have a false kind of wedding with that. All it was was just fan service stuff to get people's money. I mean, there was no real. I, you know, we're going to be talking and already did talk about Death Metal. You didn't see shit. From, from those tales I mean you don't even get A Sinestro's there Thank God I'm a Green Lantern I mean we got nothing That was all just not well, ap- make any sense I'm telling you I guarantee you That that last story's nonsense Was written way past What anybody had done And they just said We need some other thing Throw these together Here you go You make a story about Nightwing and, and Batgirl And they, they weren't anything Connected or integral to it What I wanted to see Was that the stakes going Not party time USA before we end up going off to the last battle. Uh, and well, that's, that's like what the you got from the
1: Dark Multiverse. They're not integral for us to know the Dark Multiverse, but they're well, here no, to but, enjoy at the time. But we
2: know that these aren't integral. They, these aren't exactly the full-out tie-ins to death metal. Those others are pushed as full-out tie-ins. And when you end up getting you know, the deal, there are people who are going to collect all those, like, I don't know why, Manship, and they're going to think that you need to get that to be able to enjoy the whole story and it's just these are we know these are sides. i actually these found that one the of the deal. most enjoyable parts of the story
1: what's that the, t- the last t- tales of the dark the last stories of yeah, the dc I, universe
2: I, I thought that it was just uh, anything to do people into buying something and was just nothing that meant anything except hey let's get some you know feels because everybody wants to get married is basically what it ended up being and even with that you end up like in this I would have rather in that tales to have a Wally West go to Donna Troy and say, I am going to win this battle tomorrow by myself because if I do, Roy might be back because I fucked up. I ended up killing him by accident. And I am going to go with my heart that this will reset shit when we're done. I'll do it. I don't need a tip of a cap from a zombie. Hey there, buddy zombie there. He tips the cap as fucking thumb falls off. I don't know what's going on. Like that's the sort of thing that I liked with this. Like, We're we're done, and it really hit me With with Alan Scott saying I need to, it's almost like a flashpoint Thomas Wayne, I need to do something I know that I'm gonna be Fucked, but I need to know that my kid and not only is me, going to have but everybody something else going in the up.
0: universe. I'm telling you, why
2: would a Green <laughs> Lantern a monster, Why Scott. would a Green Lantern care about and and again though, this is Alan Scott Green Lantern. Exactly. So it's more tied into that, you know. If this was if this was Kyle and he's like, Yeah, screw the universe, yeah, that's kind of against your whole thing, but hey, what does he know? But, yeah, I, I actually did like this he a little more than He is fueled by that. the magic
1: fires of life, though, Jim.
2: Yeah, he is. But, yeah, it actually shocked me. He also is a dread me. lantern. <laughs> it shocked me that this, this dialogue was actually so good. Wait a go. It was really good. Steven, boy, he did it. He got me. And I, I like the deal. But, yeah, that, I'm telling you, the, I don't like things that are just fan service shit that's just thrown out there to try to dupe people like Eric Shea. And so I tell some the dark multiverse, crisis on infinite earths. No, this is just it. So like I said, this is its that's own thing. service title. That's yeah. duping everybody. No, but I'm saying this is its own thing. I know what I'm getting here. I keep wondering why these tie ins to death metal specifically don't do anything for the main story. And they keep duping me, which pisses me off. So there you go. There you go. This is just what it is. If you, if you have read one of these, you know what the hell is going on, and it's not supposed to really ad- advance anything. These are what-ifs in the Dark multiverse, which means you don't even like the Dark multiverse, So but, but I like some of these. We haven't liked the majority of them. We actually have pretty much hated them all, except a couple. But I think that this one's a little bit better than some of the others, even with the Duke. But... We're going to go like, to the. I next think thing. I like the
1: Flashpoint one enough, and I like the War of the Gods one. I, didn't I like, really the like the Infinite Crisis ones. I
2: didn't really like those. The, the uh, Infinite Crisis, I can't even remember half of them now. Like, I'm telling you, the Hush
1: stuff, you know. Didn't care for Hush or the, like, uh, for, I can't even think of what it's called now, freaking uh, when Batman's back is broken, uh, Nightfall. Nightfall. Didn't yeah. care for Nightfall. Didn't care for the Judas contract, and. Uh, did not care for the death of Superman one as much. I gave, still gave that a six out of 10, but I didn't care for it as much because of the way the setup was.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, we haven't really liked them. They've been going on forever. But we'll go to the next book Catwoman, number 28, written by Ram V. Art by Fernando Blanco, F.C.O. Placencia, and Tom Napolitano. Ram B ties up some things and sets up what's to come in March with a story that felt rushed. Gets rid of Father Valley, (laughs) we hardly knew ye, and hints at the connection. He just says, "I'll be back if I want to." He just goes off. It's the weirdest. He's the weirdest hit man. He's playing the long game. That guy's the worst. I'm telling you, Penguin's just sitting there like, "I hope he didn't cash that check yet." Because this guy's done nothing but save <laughs> That woman, that's all he's done And once the uh, connection between the Kadim mob And Poison Ivy, it's an odd feeling issue That isn't bad, it just feels Like it ran out of time And we're going to go to this, you know Two month little hiatus before we get back in March And this is one of the books that is Returning, you can tell that it would be This is not like a okay this is the I end Well, at the end you set up a cliffhanger you're not just going to have that not come I'm back. Just, in
1: my mind it doesn't have to be played out in this book the idea that whatever's happening the Poison Ivy and this whole thing it could have gone anywhere for this whole like the, the Kadim mob it's because it's such a weird series because you and I we talk about it every month every issue it comes out and we had, you know the setup: Catwoman going to alley Town, she's leaving Villa Hermosa behind and when we do this we have the different street gangs that were going on and then the different alley kids that she's taken on and I see these people and i cannot place them in my head it's the weirdest thing to me where it's like i don't know if it's my fault or the writing's fault where i just can't keep all this stuff in like you know track in my head of how it's playing out
2: when when you ended up having ram v come on with joel jones's run he'd come in for a couple issues joel jones would fall apart fall apart fall behind with the art and story type deal (laughs) the story story was falling apart but when he'd come in with these little deals you ended up having hadley show up it took me forever to even remember his name because they're not really now he's
1: Beverly Hills and copying it over here in out town. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and the thing is, I think that what we get from this is the idea that maybe they're two like street level stories where everybody kind of runs together. And it does take, you know. I end up remembering, like, what what's Rollins' this for? Oh, Pitt. And I'm like, okay, well, I got that. And well, then we have the Kanine Mob, but I always I remember. But
1: I always I don't forget what gang one she's or a part other. of.
2: I always, well, she's just her gang.
1: She's the, and Pitt is the thing Rollins is like, like, gang. Maybe, like, you know, like, that's the thing is, dude. There, does the Pitts gang have a name like the Kanine no, Mob I don't or something think so. like that? I think because it's just her. That, deal. You have, you have these other characters and like, what are they pushing? Like drugs or guns, all of the above. And then when you have the advocates, like, well, I'm just looking at the page here. It's like Marston every time we go. And I'm like, Marston, huh? And at the end, it has to have a big thing for these people that are going after Calvin, the Kadim mom. What's,
2: what's funny to me when I'm, when I'm reading it, it's more of the art, like, I'm like, okay, I know, Bad Cop, he's always wearing the the Paisleys or, or the- Exactly, you know, what's the Bad deal. Cop's name off the top it, of your head? I, that's what I'm saying. I think that he plays it too, and it, I think it's Kolak, but they end up <sighs> playing Ram it is. too close to the cuff with the thing of being natural. Like, Ram V wants you to be involved in this gritty, you know, street-level detective story, so it's not- as memorable guys are just, there's the bad cop who wears Hawaiian or paisley shirts that there he is. And, and any cop <laughs> that has scruff and wears a hat, like he is freaking the return of Look. Bruno. It's all I think of with Bullock. the old yeah, or Bullock, but he's like the younger, but but
1: he's bad. We know back back when Bullock was bad, yeah, and
2: you end up having he has to put weight. a lot
1: more away to become good eventually.
2: And the funny thing is, with this, you have to tie up a bunch of things. We're going to have, you know, not a shutdown, but two months future states. So you're not going to have this. So you do have to kind of. You know, tie up some things so that you can go back uh, or when we get to march, kind of start fresh with things, so it's going to be the kadim mob. it's going to be poison ivy involved, and so with that, Pitt Rollins has to kind of get pushed aside a little, but not fully, maybe, and also Father Valley's just been what is this guy hiding in the shadows the whole time, walking around he's going to, to church okay, going to church he's going making like goth metal freaking symphonies or something this guy, and, and so he's just shows up at the end hey, you know, I might be there once you get big. What is even that big?
1: showing up kind of thing when they're walking away from I each laugh. other? and makes me laugh. There's just, like, I'm telling you, it's like they're just walking away on a pretty good uh, parking lot. Catwoman just happens to feel like she has taken out everybody and there's just Father Valley and they cross paths, turn around and try to sweat each other's throats. I'm like, it's such the weirdest place to throw Father Valley and out of nowhere and just say, smell you
0: later. Smell
2: you later. When you least expect
1: it, expect it. That's
2: basically says When you're on top and you think everything's great, I'll get you. All right, Father valley, But the, 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 the culmination
1: of, of all of Catwoman's plans, though, to take out the other gangs in Alleytown, I do like that I for like this it. issue. Where you have, you know, she knows that Pitt has, you know, betrayed her to the Kadim mob. The Kadim mob is coming to the nest to take out Catwoman and all her alley kids and shit like that, and she has all her alley kids set up waiting to go for the, even the idea that you have the one kid in interrogation That's by the good. bad cop and the whole thing it's like he gets a, a tracker put on him just because catwoman says like look you're gonna get they're gonna arrested. put a track you're gonna put interrogation they're gonna let you go eventually they're just gonna put a track in your jacket so even the idea when he goes away and they're even following it and they actually tosses the jacket over a fence into pitt's freaking headquarters the idea That's that it'll awesome. all trace back to her where pitt is the one who's actually betraying the kadim mob this is all cool it's just when you have all these characters i'm like yeah, they
2: that's do shoes. run together. You know, <laughs> shoes, and then there's shorts, and then there's Grifter. Eric, I saw Grifter yeah, is there, there Grifter there? Well, it looks like it. It has a Grifter mask. I'm kind of you, the on only them, but...
1: characters I really know are Hatley and his, you know, the like, you know, the the, the transplant from uh, Villa Hermosa and his partner Riggs. And the only reason I can't say it's Ram V that I is the only reason I know Riggs, Riggs is, is, is because Riggs. I know he's not Myrtle.
2: Yeah, that's why. I'm looking at the, the Alley kids, you know, the Strays, and you got you got Baseball Bat, Canseco, you got the Grifter, you got Jason, and you got Motocross Madness. That's what I get out of the Eric, and I think that's their names. Also, you do end up with Leo kind of coming back there. It kind of was yeah, out Yeah, I'm deal. saying even Leo,
1: I don't understand who Leo is or why he's here. Just I nobody. know he's a friend of Selena who is helping out and doing other stuff for the Alley Kids can't. I know this, but I don't know who Leo is, but like even when the Kadim mob comes in to take out freaking uh, uh, Selena Kyle and the rest of the people at the nest and it's all filled with water and pretty much electrocutes everybody at this point, it's, uh, it becomes Home Alone just taking people out of this. And I I'm like, was going to ask that.
2: you, is it Home Alone to you or is it Ewok Village? Because I'm going it's Ewoks, so especially when they go and step on the rug and they fall into the pit. Now it's Ewoks. <laughs> I'm telling you that it made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, so you have these things set up as and I like the play, and this is kind of what you get a lot of times Keeps from the Rambi,
1: Animals, damn right,
2: uh, where everything's going on as Selena is narrating it, telling Pitt what's going to go on. She gets a little punny for my liking a bit, like, they're going to be in for a shock, wink, wink, like, okay, we get it. Like, oh, what? Your, your men, they're taking a cat nap. All right, okay. And then the weirdest one, it. though. My, it's the my best part, my favorite part, though, was just out of nowhere, because you do have to have all, everybody involved, because that's what Pitt ends up saying the weakness to you. It is your, you know, faith you in your family and friends. People. It's the emperor telling Luke, and so when and you yours have that is your belt,
1: faith in your friends. Yeah, yeah,
2: and so like, oh, and and my sister, she's gonna find her voice. I'm like, no, she just yelled out that there's somebody. And I'm telling the you, the whole
1: idea that we had Leo there who was about <laughs> to get executed, and the way that everything turned out okay is because her sister found her voice. The way it's drawn, I I thought at first the idea I was no idea her sister was going to pick up a gun and shoot him dead right there, but no. Even the way it is, like I'm I guess assuming from what, how things worked out, that she yelled because my sister found her voice. But you never but judging see by it. the art, I don't even see her open her goddamn mouth I as I swear as I'm concerned.
2: to God, I thought that she had a transforming wheelchair that started with a Gatlin gun. I <laughs> actually the sat best. there when I'm doing this to review. I'm <laughs> All looking of a set, at it. It's wild Wild and West, like, and my sister found her voice. Okay, is her voice the gun? I mean, really, that's crazy. Oh, son, but, she's freaking reactionary. And,
1: and then she's there on her chair. I'm like. Just okay. imagine that. All of a sudden, it's this black canary with a wig on in a wheelchair. She takes the wig off at the <laughs> end. It's a big reveal. Wigs at us. Does a canary uh, cry? And
2: like, hey. She found uh, her hey, voice. Hey, hey, Pitt. Don't didn't cry. You could get that, right? <laughs> a Canary told me. You, you end up where I was confused. That actually confused me. I'm like, okay. She out. Uh, but we don't see that. We only, and we actually get the sound of the gun. So why aren't we hearing the, the crying out? It really confused me. It
1: really, really did. There's uh, no sound for that whole thing. It just looks like, oh my, like she just has a shocked look on her face. Yeah.
2: And what I actually liked about this, and, and I liked about going through this whole issue, is Selena's talking about something here that you don't see very often at DC. You get it a lot at Marvel, but at DC, you don't necessarily see a lot of people dead. Usually, it'll be like the, the hitman will get shot in the shoulder and uh-huh. be hurt, and they'll take him away. This guy's I'm just dead. sitting
1: here. We just got done talking about a book where pretty much everybody no, died. No, I'm saying
2: that was it. Elseworlds. I'm talking okay. about like Batman or Robin or whatever, even Jason Todd. He shoots Penguin in the face. He's not dead. You, he's you never fine. have You never have these Batman, things like he gets that. gets a throat
1: slit. He's fine. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's, it actually kind of was like, oh, my. I mean, this is gritty here. We're actually seeing a guy. He's murdered. He's just dead there and selena's sister she you know she is full out maggie is full out involved there she is she's not full out involved. But yeah, she, she might have opened her mouth
1: i, I that's what we were told i think, that asshole i, th- I that's think that dude actually just you know stepped on the floor it made a creak sound leo turned around and shot him
2: and then says was that you maggie she's like creak because I, I didn't see
1: her say shit. I think she'll kill that asshole. I right think now. Selena in the story that she's telling Pitt is giving her sister way too much credit. <laughs>
2: she <laughs> wasn't there. <laughs> so funny. she's just just a hype man. She's not even there. Oh, uh, yes. But yeah, I'm not talking about, you know, Sir Tour ripping through, you know, an
1: Elseworld steel. I'm talking about a. Everybody's a dead. Thug. I'm guts everywhere. About a thug you can see Dick Grayson's brain matter shooting out in that last issue. Yeah. And this is actually real. This is
2: real, Eric. <laughs> There's a guy. Real to there. him. Look at how dark that blood is. That's fresh blood, Eric. It's disgusting. But yeah, you end up where all this <laughs> going on, and Selena heads out. She's like, all right, Pitt, I'm taking you down, you know, and even with that, the whole deal, the whole setup is these guns and all are coming into uh, the whole alley town, and the you have this show being put on by Pitt to show that I'm the one to deal with. Now the Kadim Mubs nonsense, you deal with me, and Selena's just wrecking it. She's blowing up the product there. I She's also doing all the shipment in here yeah. just to and prove a says point to these guys that are with. Pitt like y- you should go you don't want To deal with this woman get out of here and they Leave us uh, so that sets up you know You have Pitt real pissed obviously She might come back to get that but All that is also where the police Are Pitt t- the thinking kids. kids Well Pitt is got the, the police on her now because yeah. of what's
1: going on the, because of the the, we see the police but it's more the dirty cops on her who are tied back to the but still de- looking to see what's going on and that's the thing is you have the dirty cops who can then alert the real cops with their dirty information so you have everybody against Pitt at this point
2: yeah and even with the idea you, you care too much about those kids and you put the kids and your sister in dangerously the slaps of Slaps you right in the face, and then when you end up having knee
3: gear, like what does Selena
1: think she's doing after she like leaves? pit? We have half, a quarter of her shipment burning in the background, and she is just walking through the dock area of no. the loading bay, stuff like that. But and all is. of a sudden, you just you just have this goth, you know, freaking nine inch nails looking dude walking towards you, like with all this fire. I'm telling you, you were walking away from an action scene, essentially, where all this fire, and she's just a badass walking away from this explosion. Why, like this? This is such a weird interaction where you have Father Valley and her just cross paths. Like you have this entire dock, and they're right next to each other. It's not like this is like a the the walking path of the dock. Like why are they so close and they're okay with it?
2: It's like a sexy heat there because they're going to meet, but they end up meeting, and this is where again, it's it's Father Valley just getting sent away for a while because he basically said, "I like to He's like uh, when he first says his deal. <laughs> now then take your weapons your quiver and your bow and go out to the field and hunt game for me. And then Selena's like, "What I'm like, the, what the f- hell is happened about?" And he's like, "That's Genesis 27." <laughs> she's like, "Really?" But she's oh, I'm I fan like of a Genesis. man with a biblical, uh, You know, he's like, "Yeah, I, I can't dance. That's from Genesis album whatever." Uh, you know, it starts doing that But yeah, you end up having all I this. I would
1: that bad guy. Can DC do that? If they can, can just be print like, this and like they don't have right the song, that would be great. That would be pretty cool. Listen. Like you have one of the, I'm telling you, you have all these Batman villains that always got to take up some kind of persona shit like this. I'm the Riddler. I'm the Scarecrow. I'm the Joker. I'm, a, I'm Phil Collins. It would be great where he says that and he's like, Genesis
2: 27.3. And is like, yeah, well, we're living in the land of confusion, motherfucker. Get out of here. I'm telling here. you, everything he
1: does is almost like Calendar, man. It always yeah. has to be related to a it's Phil just, Collins or a Phil Genesis Collins? song.
2: Oh, you want to go still Phil Collins solo do, as yeah. well. Okay, so we could do that It'll in always the air Genesis tonight.
0: Genesis to me. You know? uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do do <laughs> that's, that's how his gun fires. That's how he shoots. That's how his gun
2: fires. <laughs> do 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 do. Oh my, we should do that. That would be great. Phil Collins is the Antichrist. <laughs> like I'm telling you, when you a, write
1: the stuff out, do you have to have rights to the song like you would on a podcast or no, radio no, no. or something?
2: I like see that? some weird ass shit where they have little bits going on. I do think Oasis has said that Phil Collins is the Antichrist. I don't care so anymore. he is good, right? Yeah. If you could have all of that, it'd be great. But yeah, so that it's basically Father Valley saying, Yeah, when you least expect it and you think you're the best and you're on top, that's when I'll come back. I'm like, She ain't never on top. I mean, she's always struggling, so get out of here that's not He's what I've just heard. going away well, true, uh that's only on rooftops, so he's then and that's what he's saying he's gonna be peeping <laughs> whenever you're on top, I'll be there. Uh yeah, and you it go almost, up against
1: me. There's only one you, winner. Very good, catwoman. The way Very that he good. says it, too. But it's not a question of playing to win. Yeah, the way yeah. he says it, and then he flips it, her it, off. I think
2: really, it almost seems too <laughs> it's, it's like he's saying thing. this as if he's talking about a wedding day. Even that we're never going to get because do you see? Because he says, "A mercy upon your blade, Sophie. you, blade, Sophia. You'll never be happier. Never more beautiful." That certainly sounds like uh, you know a description of a wedding day. Just to say, in hey, it happened. Get out of town. He gets out of town. Wedding? Damn right, I was. <laughs> that was my never sexiest is happy, self. Never as beautiful. Uh, yeah, really. The next day, I realized what did I do? <laughs> what, what is this mistake I got myself into? Somehow, like the next day, I already have four kids. It didn't make sense. But you end up where the Kadim Mob Nijian. He ends up getting let go. He's going to talk to the feds. He's not
1: in jail. Now he's he's going to go. Yeah, he's going to go. I sat off. there saying that over and over, my, like to myself. I thought I just kept saying
2: that's all I kept no, actually, saying. Actually, I
1: did that at a certain point. Too. Yeah. I'm like, I could look this up. Like, how do you pronounce this? <sighs> sure I never then. trust those anyway. Whenever they come up, so I'm like, yeah, really, Nahigian. Yeah, goddamn, Kadeem Mob, you the Kadeem Mob, and they're going to go on uh,
2: back in you know March when we come back. It's going to be a big thing, and we'll have to see how Poison Ivy is involved. The solicit kind of spells out she's a villain, but this looks like she's captured. Well, that's but the we'll thing is see. this has become
1: a Narcos case because Nahigian's talking about this whole thing about this new drug that you know has a, a plant base to the agent for the whole thing for this drug that's going around they wanted to talk about, the Kadeem mob, and we are left with this whole thing where it almost looks like Breaking Bad, but instead of a bunch of, you know, meth inside of an RV, you have a giant tube that actually just looks like a clear, gigantic you know, propane tank with poison ivy inside just floating in there like yeah, she's yeah, a freaking baby, but stuff. I'm like, I, I don't know how this would be a part of something that she planned. I'm like, all right, everybody. I just want you to take all the drugs out of my body and then put well, it, it on the Well, it seems like streets. she's
2: doing something with the plants in there because they even say like, hey. Uh, and they it looks say, to me
1: like she's been held captive and used.
2: Yeah, but that's the cliffhanger. We'll have to see if whatever is going because the chief says Nahigian's out. The narcotics case wouldn't go after, but this narcotic deal is actually a plant-based thing. And, uh, you know, with that And, uh, you know, Hadley is there And I love the idea that you end up having Kulak the bad cop Where he's like, get out of town, Hadley You're an asshole, we don't trust you Whoa, 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 Chief comes in, whoa, 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 Colock. We actually hired him up there. All right. Give it here, buddy. He's I don't right know away, why He's like a
1: chief walking down the is dressed like he's a <laughs> patrol officer. This. It seems just, weird, especially for the way he's dressed later on.
2: He's going back to the good old days there. <laughs> he's there. That's his sexiest self. He's like, boy, when I was younger and I was walking the beat, but yeah. Yeah, have all this going on. I do like, like he looks art. like
1: Carl Winslow coming home he after does. like a tough day on the street. Yeah, that's what I thought
2: it was. I And actually, I went with that, and I also went with Negan though too. So I'm an idiot. But with all that, I like seeing Selena be smart. I like that this plan actually worked out. We get a lot of mysteries, a lot of he's plans. Gonna be so upset in when he's going to have to deal with Erkel when he gets home. I know he's going to be so mad. And goddamn and kid. Hopefully, he gets someone at Stevel that'll deal no, with. No, and everybody no, no. was one happy, time. right? But you end up where. The, the heist, the, the caper type deal, where they're protecting—it's more of that. It all works out. I like Selena spelling it out, and it goes. So I like that. It does feel rushed. We have just to get some things tied up. Well, we have to get things tied up, and just think—maybe when we come back in March, somehow over that two-month layoff, we'll know
1: everyone, Eric. But we well, won't. We have that a future state woman showing up, and is that the four of the five-year ones? Yeah, you know I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Because at least maybe in the future, five years from now, not much can change, I would think. So maybe we'll get more we'll in-depth look at what happens to all of these characters in Town. Yeah. five years from says, now. Yeah. it just says,
2: take a peek into Town's future, and we'll see how that is. They'll be like, yeah, that was crazy when Poison Ivy had that drug. <laughs> like, all of
1: a sudden, it's just going to be Catwoman 35
0: years from now, and nothing matters. He's got matters. a big
2: gut. Hadley is the you know chief now. We'll get some weird shit like that, I'm sure. But-
1: Yeah, I don't mind that, but what would you give this? Tell you all the stuff with Catwoman and like the way that the, the mystery, the like the heist aspect of this one is thrown out there at the end of how everything worked out, what her plan was to become like pretty much the queen of Alley Town. I like all of that, especially because it came out like a movie, like, you know, here's the big reveal. And I'm like, like okay, I can get behind that because it all works out. And Catwoman is able to get the better of all her enemies here. It's just what I'm going through. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you people are. I'm like, is that on me? Is that on Ram V? I don't know who's not doing their job here, but like, it just doesn't, like, I don't feel Alley Town yet, and it's pissing me off. And the art was, you know, the art was okay. It wasn't great or mind blowing. like Overall, it, even though I really like the resolution to this story, besides for Father Valley, he can go fuck himself. He's stupid. Yeah, he- I think I would just give this a six out of 10 at the end because it's something that, like, it didn't wow me at all. It's kind of mediocre, except for that one moment where, like, oh my God, all the pieces come together. But this alley town is just nothing that I really care about at the moment.
2: Yeah, I'm giving it a seven. I like the art. And I like that things kind of came together with the, like I said, we've gone through a bunch of these things with heists and mysteries. And they never play out. They never work out. This actually did. I like to see Ewok Village slash Home Alone. But I'm with you. These characters need to be developed a little more. In a way that we remember them, uh, at least I'm like a eh, bad cop. And I, I kind of am getting their call. Bad cop. bad cop. Hadley, uh, who I had a problem when he first showed up in the Capitol. before. Beverly Hills cop. So when we're going, uh, I like the idea of Selena being, uh, yeah, that's just chief. I Not don't even Mertel. think even get the deal with that. But uh, Father Valley was nonsense. But it's a weird deal. Where, you know, Ram V comes on this book. He gets a couple issues before they're going to shut that. Did somebody not tell him because he was developing these stories? And then this Father valley's just like, yeah, that's that's not hitting and pushes it aside without anything happening. Except he did exactly what he wasn't supposed to do. Penguin hired him to kill Selena, He saved her. That's all he did left. I mean, really? That, well, that's if he, he gets did? paid to
1: do a job. He's
2: going to do the job. Then, he's not going to have no asshole to do it for him. No, no. So this might take like 50
1: years. See, he, He's a long time. And well, he also said all expenses paid for the whole thing to go down. So he's going to like live off this yeah. for a little while. He, that's all he's going to do. He's just going to live off the penguin for the
2: rest. of He's like Dick Grayson to, to Batman. You end up with uh, even the. Father deal. You, you're you the person who saved me from that assassin from Pitt. My kids saw you and uh, what, I'd love to hear that description that they gave for that guy uh he looked like
1: he was One of those like guys from dark city killed this assassin it,
2: it was trent Reznor. he might have had hepatitis and and look real stupid what do you mean might have yeah really and they're like all oh, right yeah my kids described you they were they were pretty descriptive with that but i don't yeah. care anymore yeah, yeah there you go Doo-doo, 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 doo-doo. That would be doo-doo. good, Phil Collins. But we're going to go off now to it's that one. I Collins. Like, you have to keep the rights of where they are. It's Bill Collins. It's a woman, Jill Collins. There you it's go. good, and it's with a K. K for Collins. It'll work out for us, sir. <laughs> but we're going to go off to Mail right about now. Yo,
1: it's Mail Call.
3: It is the best. I've got so weak. Even though Shay is such a freak, I've got to hear. And I'm with Jim And I've got such a long way to go To make it to the end of the episode First here, male with Jim
2: Here, with Jim. Ah, yes, Mail with Jim and Eric. Eric's here, right, Eric? I hope so. You want to play a game, Eric? What kind that, of game? Ch- that was Chucky. It was. <laughs> You're a uh, this uh, mail section is brought to you by Alex M. Alex M emailed us in at DC Comics at gmail.com. He did so last week and missed the cut. And we ended up recording a little earlier and getting past the time, and then he got mad at me. He's like, I thought seven was the cutoff time. I'm like, eh, it changes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a liquid-type deal. It's a pretzel. It is. So I said we'd make sure to get his mail this week. And he gets the spotlight here. He's the star, and he says, hey, guys, What's how's about? it How's it going? I read the tales from the Dark Multiverse Flashpoint. It was actually Eric's review that got me to buy it. Nice. Oh, my. Actually, you guys have been helpful in choosing which tie-ins from Dark Metal to choose from none. It oh. seems that you guys are pretty critical when it comes to BS one-shots that have no real story. I would hope that everybody would be critical of that. Uh, the worst one for me, more disappointing than the quality, was the Death Metal guidebook. I, th- I actually liked the Death Metal cookbook, but they, they didn't have it. I think the opening storyline mm-hmm, explaining mm-hmm. the origin of the crisis was great, and when they dropped the big ball or the ball big time, instead of an actual guided tour of the world that we see on the map, we get a bunch of nothing stories. We we could 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 have maybe even seen that, you know, people were living in cities still and going through their lives, which seems to fit a lot of these multi-story tie-ins. Has there been one Dark Multiverse title with multiple writers doing short stories that you have really enjoyed? the uh the last stories of the dc universe yeah i I didn't like that (laughs) i didn't like that at all (laughs) to my knowledge jay from canada says this in his top five issues of all time to my knowledge there hasn't because i haven't bought one since then i checked the scores for all the tie-ins honestly these reviews are what comic book reviewing is perfect for because the nothing tie-in can really cause some damage in readers trust some veteran readers are able to accept that not everything is going to be great or even good at that some comics come short to me that's fine when it comes to a long series. The only time I've wanted to burn a current series I was buying was Batman and the Outsiders, Eric. Well, well, nothing nothing going that on in series. That. No, nothing did. And I, I saw that coming real quick. And a lot of people gave me a lot of shit, even to the very end. A lot of time reading that series was spent anticipating for something to happen that never did. And also what a terrible pairing of writer and artist, both of which I respect tremendously, maybe less now for the writer. It was kind of like a movie where there is no chemistry between the lead actor and actress. That series was really awful, totally guilty of being just as bland as Jim's cooking.
3: <laughs> <Ooh-ish>. Oh, my.
2: <laughs> really? Right now I'm making, I'm in the process of making as we speak, which is always playing the devil's hand. I'm making he orange chicken and rice.
1: Eric, that, that sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, you just some chicken, throw some orange juice in there. Bam. Dinner's no, on, boys. No, no.
2: I'm, I'm going to end up making somebody eat a rotten orange, and if they don't, I call them chicken. That's a game we play. But I digress. What I think I am trying to say is that you never know what you're going to get with a tie-in or a one-shot comic like Tales from the Dark Multiverse or crossover. Like Endless Winter So reviews the of these are really important for my wallet And my sanity For instance, I agreed that Dark Metal Trinity Crisis Was both pretty good and was necessary read And and it was Until it wasn't That's kind of what got me mad The idea, we're going to change these crises, You end up going there And it's like, eh, we, we kind of aren't doing that But that was important then yeah. And was one of our favorites So have there been any other times That was important as the Trinity Crisis I think that was the most important one Speed Metal was um, kind
1: of along those lines too but like that yeah. it didn't really go anywhere with what they, you had set up with that story was all about but
2: i would say both of those trinity crisis and speed metal are probably the two most important ones as you're reading you find out later okay it didn't really mean much a lot of the others Seem like, you know, got to the worst of the worst, were pretty much cash-ins, right? They ended up seeming like they were cash Well, spreads. even if
1: you want to deal with the idea like that with the Just League series, when it became a death metal tie-in crossover, whatever you want to call it at that point, I'm guessing this tie-in, but, you know, stopping Perpetuous Throne from powering her, that feels big, and but it, you never really see what that means.
2: No. I, um, here's the deal. Listen, I, I like you, Eric. You know, you're, you're a good guy, so I'm going to give you a little, you know, a little bit of a push here. I do think that if you're reading death metal... And you are wanting a little more of a personal touch. If you want something that makes the thing seem like it's got a little more heart than those last tales, that actually would be one of the ones that I would suggest. If that's what you thought you really needed, I didn't. I just wanted that in the regular series, so maybe I did need it. But uh, that one, not necessarily needed, but not uh, it's not like I keep saying, doom buggy Batman. You know, that was bullshit. You love that baby. Yeah, I I laughed at the baby. I didn't love the baby, but I did laugh at the baby. But now uh, it has me intrigued as Tales from the Dark Multiverse Death Metal. Now, hear me out. He wants to get this death metal one that we're getting. Uh, I think next week. Secret I thought origin? this was yeah. I thought this was the dumbest idea, but then I found out it was coming out just before the last issue of Death Metal. I feel like this potentially really neat idea that is quite met and potentially at the same time a bit of a disaster. I, I'm worried. I'm worried about this one mainly because we we've had just nonsense with jokey stuff. And I, I think it's just going to be ridiculous. But however, there isn't something that uh, hasn't been done before. And I think it may be important than just a random one shot. So I'll be looking forward to the review when it comes out. I am just jump, um, hoping whichever one of you does the review doesn't come with too much prejudgment baggage. Cough, Jim, ah. he says, all right, I'm not doing it then. <laughs> By the way, I really enjoyed Tales from the Dark Multiverse Just all Flash that baggage, point.
1: man, damn.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, I got baggage galore. I got saddlebags here, Eric. I you have been eating a lot. Really good art in a moment that actually says, a uh, flashpoint, really good art in a moment that actually broke your heart. Really? I didn't get that, but way to go, Mr. Hitch. Way to go, Mr. Hitch. I, uh... I didn't get much feels from, from these what-if, dark multiverse things. I have to admit the uh, deal. But, yeah, with this death metal, I'll go with you. Eric gets it. Alex I get is from, yeah, you get that book. And he says, P.S., why don't you do the D-I-D-D-Y, the Diddy song? You know, it's the D, the I, the D, the D, the I, the Y. I don't know. That's oh, you're saying to we me. we don't do it. He has some other Diddy song that he wants us to do. Oh, ain't doing that. I wish I had the ditties. That's more Biggie. I'm more of a Biggie fan anyway. But thanks, Alex. I will be sure not to review that book now. I'll make sure that that is off the docket just for you. It pains me, but we'll see. I'm probably going to check that out uh, right away, though. We'll see what that's all about. But, hey, that is the mail. Thanks, Alex. He got it in this week. Uh, No other mail. So we're going to go off uh, and go back to the books.
3: Jim rings the bell This means Chase reviews are going well Jim rings the bell Jim rings the bell Eric's Chase reviews are all the bomb Eric's the bomb And if Shay's recaps are read without
2: Yes, Eric. Here we are.
1: Yeah, I thought you didn't get want to play the song. No, I'd get it in somehow.
0: I, I, I swear, just, you, you get it
1: in like every episode.
2: No, I, I, lately I have I ended up uh, putting it late. Like, I hadn't Played that in a long, long time uh, But now, since you mention it, and you say I get it in all the time, I figure it went down I almost put the, uh,
0: you stay you know, consistent.
2: Sh- shot through the head Nightwing song as wow. we go into the finale Of this volume of Nightwing Not really, we're going to continue on With the numbering, which is odd to me On some books like this Nightwing When we come back in March, but This is kind of the end of an era In my mind, where we're going to have Dan Jordan's finishing up this Nightwing deal. And since rebirth, and I'm saying rebirth, I'm not just saying Rick Grayson, me and you yeah. have talked about this before, hasn't been great. We ended up having a bunch of nonsense. I mean, if we're going to go back to Sam Humphreys talking about being transformed by the sea, if we're going to have the things where Vicky Vale is stuck in a cell phone, we could even go back to the very, very beginning when you end up having things get completely changed from the weeks before that Grayson series. And it was just nonsense the whole time. So we're going to end the, the Rick Grayson back to Nightwing Dick Grayson with a holiday tale for the ages. For the ages. And, and- Not for the ages. Uh, That's what some people are telling me. And and the idea that you go into these holiday tales, kind of, you know, you already are a step ahead in my mind because you can get the feels of the holidays and you can tell some things. You you get a little help from the holidays themselves. You'd have to tell a story that makes sense within the book and makes sense within even the story because – this is not great. It's not, and it we'll tell you why we think it isn't right now, because a lot of people were arguing with me that they really love this, and I don't get it. Nightwing number 77, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Ronan Cliquette, Nick Filardi, and World Designs. Dan Jurgens wraps up his Nightwing run with a holiday tale that will only lead to a Thunderdome bum fight in about a week from now. This is just a surface level nonsense story where Nightwing gets involved in a crime that should have just been sent right to the police, and Batman solves everything by throwing money at it. Possibly, as Eric told me, to get Batgirl off his damn back. That's right. That's what you told me that it's all about. Batman is pissed because in the Batgirl number 50, she was yelling that they do not put money into the right charities. Into the right so, charities
1: of her mind.
2: Yeah, in her mind. So I guess she Look, would like she this, just but decided, she, she would just
1: realized at the end of that Batgirl series that people are suffering on the streets. She's going to get proactive, and that means that everybody has to get proactive the way that she that is. That is
2: true. But I hope that what Barbara Gordon's saying is we have to you know cure the disease not the symptoms because what batman at the end of this does is just say okay you select homeless under this bridge i'm gonna give you an apartment with some food have at it there's a- so I mean, many really, bridges in gotham yeah, that are and just really, going empty all right these now. other people are just like why, why couldn't i have gotten a car I from picked oprah the wrong
1: bridge hey, you get an under. apartment
2: you get an apartment and i just imagine because of that the taxes are going to come in and <laughs> things are going to be fun. And even with that, we have a landscape now of Batman where he doesn't have as much money. The idea that he was supposed to be this Batman that had to go nitty gritty. He couldn't even live at the mansion. He's going into town. He's going to have an apartment, all these things. And now he's just giving away apartments and getting people jobs at the company that he was forced out of. There you go. A lot of stakes evolve here. But even so, you have a, a, a Christmas tale that pretty much involves Nightwing not doing much. He is not, not doing a lot. And as Eric will tell you, we're getting the worst of the two things going on this night. I'm mean, so angry nonsense. about this
1: night because you right away, it's kind of cool because you have Batman, you have Nightwing in Gotham. They're working together. It's like this is what we've wanted for a long time. The Bat family doing things together. I'm like, OK, I can get behind this. So we have this idea that there's this company Dextern that needs the Bat Family's help for some reason. Somehow they got a hold of the Bat Family personally and they decided to get a hold. But there's two things going on tonight. There's an escape at Arkham Asylum, with looks like, you know, Mr. Freeze, Clayface, (laughs) Thor, and Penguin for some reason escaping Arkham. And Batman's going to go deal with this while our title character Nightwing is going to go deal with this company that's being hacked. And I'm like... Fuck. Yeah, I just yeah. just hacked. just give me the goddamn Arkham Asylum escapees, please.
2: Why, why is Nightwing involved in a company that's being hacked? That that's not a Nightwing Batman type deal. They're just being
1: hacked. Well, it's not it's and, even that. You have this company, Dexaturn. They are being hacked, but their operations inside the company are being paralyzed by the strange hacker who is demanding money from them. What's I like got? Two point seven three million dollars. Yeah, and like,
2: he even says that's a weird amount. That's exactly, one of the and clues.
1: it's very weird amount. We'll find out reason, but. I, it, the way it makes it sound is that we got a hold of Batman. He said he'd be here. We don't need his lackeys showing up. We need Batman, your boss, on the job. I'm like, how the fuck did you get a hold of Batman and make sure that you go, like, you know, did yeah, you schedule you know, an appointment for Batmans?
2: Phone. Hey, hey, Batmans, hey, we need you because we're being hacked. Oh, really? You know, and even with the idea that Bruce Wayne at the end pretty much says, yeah, that Dexter and they're a bunch of pieces of shit. Today. No, you were going to help them at this and. Usually what you'll have a setup of, and again, the setup of this is surface level holidays and nobody wants to be outside during the holidays. That's fine and dandy. But the idea that you usually will have something with this hacking that, okay, this is a company that makes a medicine that is used for children that end up dying without it. So something, not just greedy ass people who are mad because their systems have been hacked. Even with that, I'm waiting for some wacky villain you know, the hacker. Or the something. Santa I mean, yeah. Yeah. This, this Santa, I don't know, chaos, cause something. Yeah. Uh, but you get nothing. It's actually this supposedly heartfelt story about a woman who was laid off after a corporate takeover that she thinks she is owed this money and, and nothing jives with me. Uh, well with this because it's, it's nonsense. It's not a story that is solved this way at the end everybody's fine the person who's hacking she's given an apartment with all these other homeless people but it's again it's not solving the problem of what is you know going on here and i think that Dan Jurgens goes okay holidays the way the world is, even with that, tries to do this because it's a lady who used to work and their company, her company, was taken Te-tentric. over by Dextert and they was ended bought up
1: out by Dextert. Yeah,
2: and she was the one who was the head of this big deal in their app or whatever it was. That she was created
1: big. the premier software that caught their interest, and ended up buying the company, and she thought her entire life was then going to be golden. They offered, they talked about her pension, all the salaries, benefits, stuff. She thought her whole life was secured, and then they only cared about the IP, and then laid everybody else who worked on the project off and just bought the company to see t- – to make a profit essentially, didn't care about the labor. And Now, because she was laid off and makes terrible life decisions, she awful. is going to go – Where's
2: her savings? That's the thing. This is the thing. I, 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 I would way- not
1: know how long ago that Tectonic was bought out by Dexaturn and Dexaturn in turn laid everybody off because – I need to have a time frame because here we have I understand that a lot of people it's hard and this one of the things I want to talk about in that they talk about in this issue that it's hard to find a job right well, now. But that's the thing though. You're trying to play
0: it
2: up to us. You know, it's hard right now to find a job, but I'm like, I don't know what's going on in your
1: world. I understand with this, mine. But, but with this lady's like, you know, uh her I'm trying to think of the word I want right now. With the, her abilities to actually, you know, manipulate computers, use computers, create all this stuff, like she is able to access Dexaturn systems with a and hack them with a cell phone. Which the guy who's in like you know the tech department of what they have left it says. Whatever is happening right now, it is impossible. Whoever is doing this, so I would like to think that if she put her, you know, her mind to something else, like you know, making sure to keep a a roof over her daughter's head, that she would be able to do that and maybe get another job because she can work at home. And this is where we're we're going to sound of what she's doing.
2: We're going to sound like pieces of shit because I'm telling you, I'm I don't have a job right now. I'm like I'm not somebody who made the premier software for a company that's going to make millions upon billions of dollars and then just says. As a throwaway line to try to get you know to me because I don't have a job, saying, "Well, you know, nowadays it's hard to get a job." I said, "Yeah, if you're an asshole like me, but you should be able to get." And even then, it's solved by Bruce Wayne calling in a favor and getting her a job. Did she apply at Wayne Industries?
1: I don't know anything about this. I feel like her entire life after she got laid off went to the idea of vengeance and put her daughter on the sideline while she took care of this vengeance.
2: Because even with that, her daughter, when she goes back and they're living in like a tent village under a bridge, right? When they go back, the daughter, and we'll get to more of the nitty gritty deal, but we're, the daughter's like, Mom, I'm still hungry. I'm hungry. We had just been told that she had given and paid three just random guys fifty dollars each to pretend that they were the robbers at you know the deal and running away but you had 150 bucks i mean buy your kid
1: a sandwich or something don't sit there hey, i know daughter, that you I'm could back say from what i was doing somebody left a candy bar in my jar to yeah. salvation army santa Claus. you can eat this tonight i'm like it's so oh, just surface what are you doing? level Uh, So you end up where Dick Grayson gets there, and even the dialogue between
2: you go to you know the tech deal, and they're oh we've been hacked, we're having problems, we've been hacked, and then you end up where. Dick Grayson tries to catch these people that look like the robbers. And when they get taken down, no, no, no. They paid us, you know, this person, Santa dressed up as Santa paid us $50 each. Okay. Goes back to the company and says, Hey, I got duped. It was a Santa right after the it tech guy from the company says, Oh my God, this is the greatest hacking I've ever seen. Whatever. The boss says you were stopped by a two bit Santa. No, no, no. You just said that this was hacker beyond hacking and yet it's to him, it's just like, that's why we need Batman. That's why we need ba- Batman. ain't dealing with this shit. And so they go and he figures out okay santa and then really the detective work is let me look at the traffic cameras and see the santa walking <laughs> towards this bridge get to the bridge where we do see you know this woman come home to her daughter and and is nice enough you know you can tell she's a nice person yeah she she's going in, around
1: doing salvation army yes she is using yeah. this as a cover to really put into this again. company outside with the film. but, but she's she also using the money doing that, she that yeah to like it's give so a, to the people that are living under the bridge right now yeah
2: yeah and so she ends up doing doing all this stuff and then ends up saying, you know, hey everybody, what's up? And this one lady's like, oh, it's we're all doing great if you if you don't like running water and electricity. You go into her tent where Dick Grayson's waiting, she has a generator, she's got lights in there, she's got a laptop that's powering up. I mean, this is the thing, like, what's going on with this lady here where everybody else is bitching because they don't have any electricity or nothing, and she's using her little thing hiding there to have lights and and a laptop? It doesn't make sense, and I guess it's supposed to be like, well, she is a tech person. But yeah, you yeah, have all this. And why isn't she just hacking in from the tent here and not outside with Well I Even just with don't, her expertise, I, I know
1: maybe she just has a certain skill that she can create something and knows the, the system that the, she's working with to be able to get into the system and cripple them to ask for this money. But it really seems like she could almost pull like a Superman 3 or office space where she could get to steal the money from this company that she feels that she's yeah, owed because that's her whole motivation.
2: Yeah, she's taking a specific amount of money. Dick Grayson says, why that amount? Well, that was what I figured out. I would have made when uh, by the time I retired. Now, does this seem pretty low to
1: you for what she should have been in my mind for some reason? Two point seven three million over forty five years. A lot of of
2: money, but again, (laughs) really, I heard she said she was planning on retiring at thirty eight. Eric, really? (laughs) Uh, But that's the idea. You can't go too much because then she seems bad. But this idea of somebody stealing from the you know greedy corporation, whatever, it, it just doesn't jive with me because. I am laid off right now. I don't have a job. My first inkling isn't to go and rob where you still work, Eric. That, that's not it, and and that's what much. she's doing. I know, but that's what she's doing. I just have like to imagine you going back to our, your,
1: our job and the, like you know you trying to ransom money I'm from stealing. them. Like, what are you doing to ransom money from our work? I'm
2: just stealing, uh, you know, <laughs> copper boxes. You down. I'm 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 stealing
1: copper boxes overnight, Eric.
2: <laughs> I run in there. Well, we did have the one guy that was stealing that copper wire. That's Maybe right. I'll just do that, but you end up here you got where. Fired, though. You end up with the idea that, like, is this a, I know she, like, the good person bit is to throw in, well, why do you work this salvation? Why are you giving, you're trying to force that she's good while you're making her a criminal. And the idea that this is solved, not by, you know, trying to figure out what you can do. Well, let me set you up with some interviews. Maybe we can do something. Bruce Wayne just Flies in and says, "I'm going to give the all these homeless people a building. I'm going to give them the food there. You don't have to pay. Voila!" And then ends up not I'd even. I'd like to welcome
1: like, you to the pinnacle, the pinnacle one apartment complex, all expenses paid, of course. And I'm just like when I look at the the scene where you know Nightwing, like Dick Grayson, drives a limo with these people and to show them what Bruce Wayne is going to do for them. Am I supposed to believe that the, the real apartment is almost off panel, or the apartment complex is still in the middle of being built? It looks in the like background it's being right built now because well, my, is, it's is a that,
2: Christmas miracle, well, yes, Eric. The thing
1: is, is the apartment complex there, or is this part of what you know Bruce Wayne was originally doing with Gotham with their new rebuild process, the new like Gotham? So is the apartment complex off to the side there? We can see a little no, bit. of it? Or I think that's supposed to be the one being built there. So you guys, like, you guys are like, this guy going to stand under that bridge for a little while longer. I'm telling you, gonna, no, this is going to take another year to finish I up. I
2: think they're like, listen you know it's it's at least better than that bridge <laughs> let's go let's go baby and and so with that though then what you would normally i think get would be oh and i don't have a job well have you know have you applied at you know wing industries and listen don't use me as a as a freaking reference because they don't like me now but i'm going to call lucius and see if you can use him as a reference you'll be in i think that you can do this but sight unseen instead he makes a call they buy up this other company to take it in so she can work at that same company again It really doesn't make much sense. It really goes way over the top to make one, you know, one family here's life a little better and a bunch of homeless people. But it doesn't solve anything. That's the thing that gets me is through all this. It is Bruce Wayne. It, more than I've ever seen just throwing money at a problem in a Nightwing issue that barely has Nightwing do anything and that's but the thing is, it's the Nightwing clues.
1: and all it is like alright I, I found out this thing was going on talked to a lady and then I talked to Bruce Wayne who threw money at the problem the end and I'm like Oh, fuck. What's going on with that Arkham I mean, escape? This Was that is cool?
2: Such, yeah, this is such a surface level deal of holidays, laid off, family. I mean, everything there is to try to pull at the heartstrings, but it never clicks with me because of all these little things. Just the idea. Like I said, the girl's like, mommy, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Don't we have that $150? Ooh, I, I give that to a bunch of thugs to pretend they were me. I'm like really, and then you go in this place. All these homeless people are having all those problems, and you have your own generator and lights and things. You have a laptop. I mean, really, I, I don't want to say it, but Eric, th- that tent looked way better. Where's Bruce Wayne to give me an apartment? My house is a wreck. And so you then you that. end with <laughs> the whole deal from the the whole you know bookends of this is the idea. I huh, Dick Grayson, you're gonna come to the the Christmas party? I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna. Oh, what please! To and voice? then he does. It's gone from yelling now, Eric. I was just yelling. What's wrong with you? It's getting me mad. Uh, But yeah, see? That shows you, Eric. Ah, I feel like this happens
1: every week, too, anyway. Ah,
2: It does, because I'm always yelling. (laughs) I can't help it. All right, baby. Hey there. I'm going to talk real smooth
1: now. Then at the end. You get a, a a happy Christmas party uh,
2: no, at
0: the Wayne's Isn't that happy?
1: Here. Because the thing is, we don't have Alfred anymore because Alfred is dead. But no, we have,
0: but he'd love this. They say,
1: have, well, yeah, that's the thing is, we talk <laughs> about Alfred. We remember him mm. at the holidays, but we have Barbara Gordon, Dick Grayson, Bruce Wayne, Tim Drake, and Damian Wayne for some <laughs> no, reason here. Jason. Damian, and that's the thing is, I'm just like, why didn't anybody Poor invite Jason. Jason to the Poor fucking Jason. party? He is Poor back Jason. in Gotham doing Gotham things. Why did nobody invite him?
2: I mean, Ace is there. Howling. I mean, really, what's Titus? What the and with that, Titus? Titus is where's gone. Alfred. The where's cat? Alfred, the, that's who they mean. Where's, where's when they're like, cat? Alfred Alfred would love this. They're like, yeah, that cat, that cat's cool. Uh, yeah, there's Damien. To mind control, he's yelling as they're going with this. He's like, all oh, right. Uh, Fuck but yeah, Robbins. By the end of this, I just imagine that they get a knock on the door. Hey, uh, where do you want this painting, Mr. Wayne? Oh, you mean the one without Jason? Just put it right here. <laughs> Let's hang it right at the mantle. Uh But yeah, you have all this nonsense going on. I also like that Bruce just throwing in, and he's thought of everything. Oh my god, I can't accept this apartment because of all those other people. Oh, they're coming in the bus. Everything's
1: just I'm like really this is ridiculous. It's such just a Just talking about Alfred at the end. I'm just getting so angry at this point, just because I am a Jason Todd fan, it's like, thanks to that kind of coaching, I made my way back. Thank you, Alfred. I hope you know we're together in the end. That's what matters most. Happy holidays everyone. There's I just want to imagine Jason Todd is out there looking out the window. Crying
0: Fuck one you. tear. <laughs> <laughs> he's We're writing together.
1: it
2: he's writing it on the window of the frost but he's not doing it backwards so they're like they don't understand they think satan has cursed them you, you end up with this though also while they're happy you know yep yeah, yep yeah, barbara you said your ideas she's happy now because she was bitching and moaning about bruce all the things finally took it to the streets this is the you. only
1: reason that bruce did any of this tim tim and, and, and tim. dick <laughs>
2: Tim and Dick are looking at each other so happy and winking because this is full out telling them we have not been cut off. Bruce is throwing money around again, baby. The the party is on and now everything's great because then if he doesn't, if he's hey, I need to start up my CrossFit business again. And he says, oh, Dick, I don't have the money. Really? What what am I? Not as important as homeless people? Okay, Come on. wait till I get and then homeless it and can't him.
1: afford anything. Yeah, then really. You take care That's of
2: what's going to happen. It's going to be just shade left and right. The, party's, the party bus is on, Eric, and they love it but that's the thing this? is i
1: imagine like I, i'm pretty sure we're gonna go back to blood haven when we have to like you know tom taylor take over the run but right now because he left b and we don't really want to deal with the idea of dick that's, leaving I, b any i'm stuff glad like you deck, brought so that up we gloss I'm, over that immediately to go to the holidays but everybody's happier fuck b but it's just that we have dick grayson here because bruce is strapped for cash him going off on his own to Bloodhaven, haven it doesn't make as much sense anymore everybody coming back to gotham because we have to stay in the like an area where our mr money will I don't know. I don't know. It seems like we're going back to Bloodhaven.
2: The Bat Family books, it's only Batman books and then Nightwing. You don't have a lot of Bat Family books coming back. So it could end up being in Gotham. So you can have some of these other characters show up in the Nightwing book with Barbara is going to be in it as well uh, for at least a bit. Um, but one of the things is read the room a little DC Rick Grayson sucked. You went with that for two years. You end up destroying the only thing that was good with it. Or one of the two things we kind of did like the Nightwing squad, I like but <laughs> be with Dick was the only thing good out of that. Why couldn't for this just last? This is just a one-shot issue, whatever, and things are going to change up anyway. Why not just have him go back to be just to have a nice holiday and say, "Listen, I left on a bad note. I want to be friends. I'm sorry." And explain himself and have that. Yeah, maybe, but at least have something with that. Uh, And instead, you're going to stop a hacker. That the story's so convoluted anyway, just to get to this idea of oh, there's the bat, the bat family. They help people. I mean really it's nonsense. Hoorah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hoorah indeed, Eric. <laughs> five out of ten. What would you give it?
1: Five point one out of ten. The story's nonsense, but I really did like this I art like that they had in this whole thing. I'm I do just like the bat getting together, but this whole thing to lead to that is just nonsense and i like just kept screaming the entire time what's going on with the arkham escapees because that's all i wanted to know about not dex Turn, not, te- not tectonic none of this nonsense just give me the if, arkham you have escapees. the if you have
2: the issue up still look at the jumbotrons on the yep. building that somehow are showing it it looks like they're just marching in a parade out of the <laughs> who's taking this video it's just them with the gate open all of them like two by two walking out they're running it's their so asses out of there. there's gates everywhere else you gotta- it's so, there. Fu- it's so funny, though, that they're just all running. But the <laughs> thing is,
1: like, why is Quiet Face there? Why is Killer Croc there? Why is no, Payton no, there? No, None like of that you're makes never, sense. And you're, the thing never is, gonna, you're never going to get that sense. I would still be sense. happier seeing that aspect of the story than what we actually got. Well,
2: and, and you have a lot of, like, classic – holiday stories that you can go with and this is not one of them and that's well, what I tell the people. But imagine if you actually but-
1: did a Nightwing story where yes you want to do stuff with the bath family because it's Nightwing but also you kind of just didn't involve Nightwing with the rest of the Teen Titans and what they're going to be doing. Why not do something yeah, at Titans Tower for that. a Nightwing Christmas yeah. story?
2: Maybe do that. I, I'd even go as far as they end up going and the the Arkham inmates they're breaking out because it's the holiday and they just want one night with their family like we got in that last stories now. and then you end up with okay well Nightwing he's In charge of like three of them and they go Off to see I I don't even care Anything would be better than this Where where you have Bruce Wayne throwing money at people To solve an issue so that you can say I don't need anybody outdoors during The old holiday season I'm like all right, whatever Bruce You're going to run out of money very quickly Uh, But we're going to go to the next issue The last issue of the night and hopefully My voice will be able to stand This because this thing is is Garbage Eric but what (laughs) is it it is Superman yeah, yeah. number
1: 28, written by Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Ivan Rice, Danny, Mickey, Alex Sinclair, and Dave Sharp. It's the end of the Brian Michael Bendis' run on Superman, and with that, you think that he'd want this Sinmar arc to be something that's smart, cohesive, and something to be remembered for. In the end, it's this complete mess that leaves me wondering the motives of intelligence of our main villain here because I'm left just shaking my head. Sinmar Utopica was created to fight against Superman, but was brought to Sinmar to inspire its people. Superman was brought to Sinmar to inspire its people, even though the people think it's bullshit and now hate Sinmar Utopica. Gobbledygook nonsense. It just ends with Superman and Lois flying together. And I'm just happy that this terrible run is over with.
2: I, I just – anybody who sits there and says, oh, man, you know, I thought that Brian Michael Bennis did great on Superman and that and even Young Justice and all these. Why does each book have to end with this crazy exposition? Because not, there, there is a trend here. He doesn't set up any – or he sets it. He doesn't end anything well because he never has a story. The idea that we have Sinmar and then Sinmar
0: Utaf.
1: Thank God we took the so time ridiculous. in that first issue of this arc to take the time to actually see all the people of the High, ch- the high Council of Sinmar to figure out who they were and what their jobs were. Then to go to a fight for two issues. Now we're falling back on Sinmar. I'm like – I don't know the motives of this character. We just had Sinmar pissed off at the end because a part of his I, you know, planet I was destroyed. I didn't know what went on at the That's end the of That's the thing this. is. Well, like You had part of his planet destroyed. and One of the people, you were supposed to be our savior. This guy who was – they were inspired by Superman. Wanted to make their own Superman. And I thought just to protect him from people like the Thanagari and stuff like that. But as we find out in this, Sinmar Utopica, to make the Utopia, he was made – to like, you know, fight against Superman if he should ever show up because his light was so strong. But then when the, this part of this world was destroyed and people were like, he was supposed to be our savior, it really seemed for some reason that the Sinmar Utopica, which I didn't know he was called Utopica until this issue, he went to Earth because he thought that Superman was the person that did this. That's what it seemed like because the fuckers couldn't talk for two goddamn issues. We finally made our way back to the planet Sinmar. Where Superman is now diminished in both intelligence and strength, but you don't really get any of that for this issue. But pretty no, you much, don't,
2: because what they end up doing is giving them this artificial light. It seems that, that I'm this like what's going armor? on? Yeah, no. When they are oh. having them surrounded in that bubble, that they keep saying it. I'm like, is that what you're doing? Like you set up this idea that this orange sun is making them dumb, no powers, and then they keep saying with this light, this this Kryptonian light, this you know, the well, yellow the sun. Is-
1: That's the thing is he's the Kryptonian light. They consider light, the soul power, the thing that they actually worship He is
2: surrounded by a bubble and light. The whole issue, even at the points when they're saying it, he is in a bubble and surrounded by things as they keep saying, we're going to give you this light. We're going to give you this light. And then he ends up getting that armor. He has a halo going on. I mean, it makes no sense. And we set it up that he was dumb and diminished. Now he isn't. And just to, I don't even know. At one point, when you have this... This
1: this idea of what the story is, because like I tried to do in my narration, it wasn't the best, but... The people of Sinmar, they like the path that they're on. Okay, but now now Sinmar Utopica, he goes to Earth and brings Superman back because he wants to inspire his people with the light of Superman. But the people of Sinmar are like, "The fuck you doing, bringing this outsider in here?" This it's is so not funny the path we're on. we I fucking even get a you, different Sinmar, Utopica story now. Y- you know what the weirdest thing is? What I'm
2: reading this and, and what I got because we had mentioned before of like some weird civil war. And and the thing is that there's two sides fighting, and then you end up having Superman there, and he thought that bringing Superman here would inspire everyone. And it does in a way because now they all hate Sinmar Utopic and come together to bring him down light. because he comes down. But even that, they're like going through this narration, and boy, these first couple oh, of that's pages. That's what I'm saying, though. What is worse than the
1: idea of trying to find out what this whole Sinmar deal is about and concluding it or – having Lana Lang's news report as the narration throughout. What is worse in your mind? Because I'm trying. you, you have this dual story they going both on suck. and they How both that? totally
2: do. Yeah, suck. They do. And I'm sitting,
1: I'm like, like, I'm not it's even going to this one.
2: stuff is the, you know, Superman's good. Let me tell you Superman's about how good, good that Superman's Superman's Superman good. Good. is, everybody. But here's the deal. At the beginning of this first page, that I'm telling you, I got slapped upside silly by this dialogue. The, w- we are looking directly into our penal pocket out past the Burr Her- uh, Dunes after one house broke into civil war. Our Utopica, instead of helping, traveled all the way back to Earth to pick a fight with their greatest warrior. And I think that the whole setup is he thought that bringing Superman here would make people stop having a civil war. He didn't help. He goes, But the weird thing is, Superman shows up. Now, all of a sudden, your topic is just the bad guy that everybody wants to bring down. Superman starts fighting with his life mate. I don't even know what's happening. All these things are just going around because nothing was well set up and then just thrown at you. And just the way nobody explained, you know,
1: everything is a Sinmar, the planet. Every fucking person, place, and thing is a Sinmar. I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell are you doing with this nonsense? And all the Sinmar people for the mostly – Maybe I just don't like aliens because they all look alike to me. And I'm like, who who is supposed to be who during this? I'm
2: telling you, I don't know. And uh, here's classic dialogue that really hits home. Uh, You have Superman say, you thought I was going to attack you. You. Here because we even get that deal where they were trying to make it so when Superman finds out he's gonna come attack makes no sense of any of the setup anyway. But then you have this woman. Not I, I am Eisno Alcor's light partner. The true reality behind Eisno's gifts was too
1: much.
2: Yeah, until an ideal war broke out amongst our leaders of quality life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Just sitting there, like, what is going on? I don't understand these words that are coming out of your mouth. And this the, is worse than have, Dune. <laughs> and then our world's journey has been destroyed by his new choices and darkening light. Um, I don't get it. I don't. Get, and then it says. Now, now we understand it was to collect you. We thought he had left us finally. And, like, what are you doing? Hey, here's the protection of the light. We're going to do this. Like, I I don't know what's going on. All right, all right.
1: Like, I'm going to bring us back around again. This whole idea, like, what what is the worst scenario? Okay, we're going to play some games. What we're going to fucking do? We're playing games, are we? What is worse here? Okay, we're concluding Bennis' run. We're concluding the Sinmark, was the explanation of what Sinmar's motives were. The worst, a lot of Lang's freaking narration about how great Superman is if we didn't know because we're reading Superman comics. Or the end – where Brian Michael Bendis decides to undercut the Green Lantern Corps and creates the United Planet Brigade to come in and police this sector of the universe, which is it's it's, it's not mapped, this sector of the universe. it It's not part of the Federation. They are coming in and instilling their will on this planet that's not part of any of this, with a Thanagarian, who seems to be the leader in this, who has decimated their planet with invasions in the past.
2: Yahtzee, Eric, is what I say. I... It also, now, again, the Lana Lang stuff, (laughs) like, remember Lana had that big thing that she was going to come out with this, this, and she already had done it, whatever. Thank God. And and the thing is, the idea that this podcast or whatever Lana is doing, it doesn't necessarily, in my mind, seem like what was already done, but was added to. And the idea that Lois was worried about it and all the hard-hitting journalists of Lana Lang, I knew Superman when he grew up. He 's pretty cool, you know what still pretty cool, and then like, get cool. this i went to I went to Lois, and I was going to ask her about well you know what 's up with your husband, but I knew she 'd see through that, but get this. she gave me her book, and i 'm going to spoil it right now she 's a spoiler, like you know what you know what Lois said pretty cool <laughs> that's all it is and so then you get this whole thing well, that's with one sinar- those
1: things. i listen to a lot of podcasts that do interviews for people who Have books come out i'm telling you they're the, always the, going to the give the end you of, that, right? of lang thing i just imagine so where can people buy your book amazon or barnes and Obers or where are fine books are sold and this is going to be the whole end of the podcast where lois lane comes and i'm like this is garbage this whole line of lang thing i don't need you to tell me over and over again in this book like to tell not me not wh- long wh- long. why superman's great because of the people who know him tell you that he's great but like like I said, the United Planet Brigade, it's weird. It feels almost like this this dictatorship that's coming in and enforcing its will on this planet It's not a part of this whole Just thing. Nonsense. But then at the end, it's like a portal opens up. Here's Supergirl and Crypto. Hey, you didn't forget about me, cuz. What's going on? Oh, it's all taken care of. Okay, man, it's good being around, huh?
0: We, we, uh, by why? the way why?
2: lana's lana's podcast is brought to you by stamps.com eric i just wanted to let you know no, it's not <laughs> so you, you have all the or me undies you end up with this though here is the podcast in a while here is classic brian michael bendis here's classic deal here where you end up and it's it's not Get even, here, here's the deal most of us didn't even know this part of the galaxy was here but the Thanagarians have some kind of long, bloody story with these thin mar. I'm like, well, what are you saying here? You're trying to play both deals. You You're are making it's been things- bothered
1: me since I started talking about this sector was unmapped. I'm like, what do you fudging mean? Fudging shit.
2: Just fudging shit. The idea of nobody knew this was here. But but we've dealt with them in the past, and it's bloody and long, and that's even – you know the deal wasn't even a Thanagarian saying that. Uh, that was uh, the, the, what's now,
1: it A who shows up trying to keep his mouth shut because he doesn't people a to tamarin. bring that shit up. That
2: was that Tamaranian yeah. who says that, and I'm like, well, what's
1: going on here? What, what are you, the spokesperson? And then when you got uh, Dominators showing up, I'm like, all right, look, these fuckers are not good. They're going to dominate the shit out of these people once everybody leaves. Yeah. I'm telling you, Supergirl comes in. What up, bitches? She comes in, saying, "Hey, a what dog. up, Dick?" And she, yeah,
2: you're an idiot." Hey, it's me, Supergirl. Oh man, you're here. Yes, I am. Caleb oh, told that's me where great.
1: you were. All right. Oh it, my god. Show's over, I, folks.
2: And then at the end, let's go back, Lois, and listen to this girl play her guitar. Let's go and listen and then see the next, uh, you know, what is she? Like the next superstar now? Because, and just this idea. You mean Rona Kowalski? Uh, yeah, yeah, Rona. Like, you know what, Rona? A bad name at this time, by the way. But you end up playing this guitar. And uh, I I use it to bring me back home. Thank you. And she's like,
1: <clears throat> she just smashes I, I'm it. I told you, the thing is, Superman is is being the nicest dude in the world because he's Superman, obviously. But well, and that's you know, what I, Brian Michael Bendis I is can, trying to do. Well, just imagine this so. I can hear you play all the time, and I, I love the way you play. And you should just keep on doing it because you know it always makes me feel like I'm home when I'm doing it. So I just imagine it's like, oh, how great Superman is me. I'm like, this fucking girl was playing that goddamn guitar oh, outside Christ. again. Everybody could hear her, and then like, I'm like, Seriously. Jesus this is <laughs> shit, But she
2: got that flannel on? What she think this is Seattle, 1990? Take it to open Seriously, my <laughs> I love it. Where he, he is there, and he's being real nice. I mean, this is again, people were saying to me even about this issue. Well, it gets that Superman voice. I'm like, I don't need to know that Superman is a good guy. And you have said it on this podcast over and over. The idea that he constantly says it to himself. I can't fight because I'm Superman. I can't (laughs) hurt this because I'm, yeah. And Sociopath. so when you have this, I he's I'm telling you, he's he's just playing it up for Lois. Oh, Jim, and he's like, I Mary love Poppins, these songs. Please. I know, really, that's classic.
1: Right? I you mean know, really every time Lois is all like, you know, when we fly, I make sure to let you know by saying Mary Poppins.
2: If you want to do something crazy, have Lois just jump Poppins, off the y'all. side of the building. I'm telling you, just have her jump off the building so he can go save her like he always does. But the idea, hey, hey Rona. Really, it's terrible. She's a danger addict. It's all low assist. Hey, uh, Rona, you know what? I love those songs. They bring me back to home every... And then she's like, oh, which one do you like best? He's like, oh, shit. All of them. I mean, really? The <laughs> which last one, one don't one? I like? <laughs> I like each one better than the last. Oh, you mean the, the other one sucked? Then you're saying, oh, no, no. I'm not saying... Right, there's uh, a lot of have uh, to take mm. like this.
1: It's like the idea that, like, this, like, you know, Superman's inspiring this young guitar player to keep following her dream. Where is it? Man, I am busy all the time. Lois is always on my back <laughs> about date night. This is his cheap way of doing date night. Some this girl playing night. guitar on a roof. I'm yeah. like, all right, now step on my feet, and we're gonna dance around in the clouds, babies. We're he's listening like, this girl play guitar, romance. Hey, uh, lady, do you know Let It Be?
2: <laughs> She's like that. Lady that's mostly Re- that's mostly on piano. <laughs> and so he's like, oh well. Hey, who wrote that Beatles? Let them. Uh, just the idea where he's like, he gets caught, and like, well, well, Mongol. He said that he likes them too. <laughs> Let me go ask him what his name. Zoom. He just goes away. Mongol never heard it there. Well, yeah, yeah, just nonsense. You have nonsense in this where Brian Michael Bendis This is what I'm afraid of as we're talking He's going to be writing Justice League in March And I'm worried about shit like The United Planet Brigade that
1: he Thinks is really cool That is going to be all over the Justice League And
2: this is what I said And I talked to Jay from Canada today Because he's looking so forward to the Brian Michael Bendis Justice League and I said first off He doesn't know characters he makes up His own versions and it Throws everything off and what I came down to the Idea of it's not that he He doesn't care about continuity he doesn't care about history of dc he doesn't care about the history of these characters continuity people can say "Eh, i don't like but he does not care about what these characters are what his stories mean to other characters because he doesn't understand the history of the company he's writing for and the characters that he's doing you have this united planet brigade that's only set up to come in as some nonsense wow moment but it throws everything off like you said where's the green lantern corps then and what are they going to do about this seriously what's going why are you on?
1: undercutting and, the green lantern corps the united planet brigade and enforcing their will on people that never uh, agreed to be a part of this federation yeah
2: and then you end up where you have this is not prime you know.
1: directive first contact kind of shit going on here you can't go and do this yeah no you can't
2: and and even like in his own stories like superman couldn't even lift a finger last issue because the sun, now he's fine and even says he's there was golden armor. I love too where he tries to play it both ways, and this is what people do when they don't understand the history of a character—not so much continuity, but the idea that an orange sun does not affect Superman. But he wants to make it that you get things like the shade of orange that that kind of throws it out there, and also with the planet brigade with the idea: well, we don't know about the sector, but I think we've been here before. Like played that this doesn't make things good. It doesn't give you the, and then to go just with the generic character moments of nonsense, it just infuriates me. And he has done on the super books. Hallelujah. I I mean, really, the the idea that you had two books commandeered by this asshole is just, it drives me nuts so much. Don't do that. And then they go and end up giving both books to the same writer again, which I don't understand anyway. But Brian Michael Bendis has skated through this young justice. I don't even bother with Legion anymore. But all the things that he ends up doing, he just meanders about, barely knows the characters. The young justice, he spent more time trying to rectify his earlier mistakes than go forward with a story. The end of young justice was him trying to stop the fudging that he did earlier. And it's just nonsense. It's complete nonsense. And this is nonsense as well. But what did you give it there?
1: I had not given this a fuck you five because even I, though I enjoyed the art. it just was a slog to get through. I was a big proponent of the idea of the Sinmar character. I thought this alien Superman from another world could have been really cool, especially the way he was pre- like you know presented for that first issue. Every preceding issue just got worse and worse in my mind to this conclusion where I'm like, my head was spinning trying to figure out the ideas of what they were. Tr- like Bendis was trying to tell me about this world, the motives, what was going on. I'm like – all right, well at least I have Lana Lang telling me Superman's cool at the end. It's just that I couldn't understand these different characters because everybody looked alike to me. And like that, they—I don't know if he thinks he did his job because he actually spelled out everybody's job and name in that first issue, but everybody looked alike in that as well. So I'm like, it didn't really like it. Almost was like the Alley Town kind of shit, but I care way more about yeah, Alley Town. at than least Sinmar. they did
2: have names. You just didn't. Look, but you have Sinmar, Sinmar Utopica. I mean, but is this Bendis' last issue on Superman? Or? Yes.
0: The day of independence See, Eric, I had this Monkens set up from way back.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to go through the whole deal. It's the ding-dong. The witch is dead. But, yeah, it's over. It's over, people. Uh, and finally, maybe. I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to get better, but at least we'll have a new voice on it. And that's come March, we'll be excited for that. But is this your book of the week, Eric? No, it's not my is book of the week. It? Well, let's go to our book of the week. All right, Eric, and what is your book of the week? My book of the week is Tales from the Dark Multiverse Crisis of Infinite Earths. That is mine as well. It's so crazy, Eric. Uh, But yeah, that was decent enough it's a little dupe but check it out i think that people might enjoy that it it was a weird one to talk about
1: crisis you know uh, it's not the crisis story there was a lot going on there that i enjoyed
2: it was a weird thing to talk about because of the idea that it is a dupe it's not the crisis story but yet i still like the story i like the characters and if you like you know the whole deal the all-star squadron the whole jsa and stuff i think you can get a kick or the jse as Eric said, right? But we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about next week. And I do want to remind everybody, we do have an annuals week this month of December. And so the last week of the month, we will have a Patreon-only full podcast. That's one of the things that we always do. I get told that it's pretty low, Jim. I'll get told that again. I know Stork's already typing it up as a tweet as we speak. And uh, yeah, so that's a little thing that we haven't really pushed this month. So by the end of the month, the whole last week will be all on Patreon. We'll talk about it a little more next week as well. But next week we have a bunch of books. Two of these will be on the Patreon as the Patreon Spotlight from the Badasses of the Get Fresh Crew. Beep, boop, Beep, boop, and so if you wanted to listen to that podcast, which they seem to get longer and longer e- each week, we'll see. But we end up having Action Comics number one thousand twenty-eight. Brian Michael Bendis is finally done, Eric. That is it. He's done. He's off Enjoy of it. the
3: super Enjoy books. It, Jim. Fuck you.
2: Yes, yes, I will. What I thought you reviewed that. No. We have Batman Beyond, number 50, which is the final issue of that. Eric will be reviewing it on the site, and Batman Beyond Mark will have his audio review of that, saying goodbye to the book that he loves. Batman Superman, number 15, say goodbye to that book until... We come back with it in March. That will then be a Jean Luan Yang book. So this will be the final issue of Joshua Williamson's run on that Batman Superman book. That's always okay. I, I need is something it? more. Well, it is, but it isn't. I mean, it's it's very generic. It ends up you you it have feels
1: like a digital first.
2: Yeah, you have the world's finest there, but then no world's finest book. I mean, I hope that Jean Luan Yang can make something of that we have batman white knight presents harley quinn number three this is one thing that i wanted to talk to you about Do do you think it's weird i know that we're going with future state and all that stuff going on but i do think that these black like everything shuts down and then we'll get back to the numbers of those even when we come back in march and it seems weird but you have that maybe i'm wrong but i've been enjoying that I ended up seeing a bunch of things. I'm like, I think that they're just shutting everything down, but that it's been pretty good. It's actually surprised me uh, that I didn't think I thought it was going to be like, eh, that's a side thing I don't need. I'm actually kind of like it. Everything
1: that we get from the white knight, it always seems like a little bit less. So it's like diminishing returns, you know, for enjoyment level. So it's like, all right, I'm going to deal with this until we get the next thing. And just like the Joker and a lot of things like that, you know, let's just put it to bed for a little while, maybe bring it back later. But like when you just keep pumping these out a little bit, like one after the other, it's like, do I need this? But well, it turns out I kind of did because I've yeah. been enjoying this Harley
2: Quinn. And we talked about it. If you remember the last issue, it's one of those. We want to get back to that mystery. We want to get back to the whole setup of these murders and things the like that. And the yeah, the producer and the starlet, which seems really, really neat. And I hope that that's what we get back to because you kind of meandered a bit in that second issue. But it was still pretty good. Black Adam Endless Winter Special number one. It's got to be good, right? We'll see. It's part Prepare eight, to Eric. fight some it's ice It's a weird monsters. part eight, right, though? Deal, But even with that, we're going to fight some ice punch, but we better see what's going to lead to whatever gets him on that Justice League coming up in March with Brian Michael Bendis. Well, not only he, that,
1: Apollo as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, at least Apollo is still kind of good. I mean, Black Adam, he's bad to the bone, Eric. I don't know if you know that. He
1: is looking but- out for an entire country by himself.
2: Damn right he is, but he's not doing it with you know the, the most ethical ways. And and he in ended your up mind. he's the one Westerner. that ended up having <laughs> he ended up having the family of the Frost King go into the crevasse. He didn't. do Oh that. my goodness! Well, he was doing it, and he ended he up make going into town. Uh, it's it's actually the idea though would never have been made if he didn't come flying in and attack. We were going to see the man behind that. Yeah, (laughs) Dark Knight's Death Metal, A Secret Origin, number one. It's an odd one. I ended up looking at this, and it is a Scott Snyder, right? Check. Jeff Johns writing it with him, and it's not an anthology. It just looks like one story. And Jerry Ordway, out of nowhere. I mean, really. And so that, that actually intrigues me. We'll see what that's all about. We get Detective Comics, number 1033. Did you know the mirror blew himself up there?
1: I've heard that. Did you know that.
2: Did you know that Hush is in town to steal organs? I yeah. mean, why he 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 ran out of pianos? What's going on, Eric? That's a He's stealing show. pianos. <laughs> that's why he needs organs. Justice League Dark number twenty nine. That's Endless Winter part seven. So we have that. I have a feeling that we're going to continue the Endless Winter theme. On the It's we'll such stay. a weird
1: idea for that whole thing, too, because you do want to have these like, moments that kind of mirror the flashbacks with you know, a Hippolytus show. And I'm mm-hmm. like, we're going to be moving over to Themyscira at a certain point, maybe the next point. I don't know, because that's where we left off in the Teen Titans one. But then you also want to have the Black Adam bring in because you want to you know, represent the Justice League from 10 AD. Yeah. To you then, Swamp Thing. Even though Swamp Thing was kind of destroyed and wasn't yeah. really around as Swamp Thing when we're in the last issue of JLD, do you bring him back here for a weird kind of connection?
2: I guess. And and the weird thing would be is like they just go into this and the whole time it's just like it's Swamp Thing dead. That's the whole issue. But no, I do think that we'll get them back. I think that he'll come back in this to fight, and he'll get the memories, Eric.
1: I don't know what you're talking Well, no, with. he's connected but to the yeah, of Tree, so yeah, he should he'll be able to all access all, everything that happened before.
2: And, you know, there's times even when he goes in and he starts talking to people, they start throwing shade at him. They laugh at him because he's wearing them swamp-thing pants of his Red Hood number 52, <laughs> Eric. Uh, that Red Hood 51. You love that? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like Red Hood's coming back in March. It's not really a shock. I know a lot of people like the character, but this whole two part thing is obviously to take up space to get to the such end. It's such a character. weird it
1: should have just ended at fifty. I, we did not need this for the last two months, especially for the way that it's going where we're okay, we got our Jason Todd back in Gotham at this neighborhood you've never seen him before, The Hill. And we're gonna do weird freaking, you know, shoe mogul stuff with Killer Croc in this weird neighborhood. I'm like, it's not really playing for me. I haven't read this issue, obviously like I can't say no, obviously, no. but yeah. It, it's just not hitting on. I can't think that one more issue in this run is going to make it so.
2: No, and it's that Martin's bro is doing this, and that was from the Hill story that he ended up doing with uh, Christopher Priest back in the day, like 2001, 2002, that he's continuing. But nobody seems to know this. And I think that that was a bit of a faux pas for DC and the whole deal of maybe well, they should have let people know. Because
1: he is just going back to show you what the neighborhood looks like, but then you're yeah. forcing Jason Todd to have a connection with it, which we've never seen. And,
2: again, it's the artist that was on the story that Christopher Priest wrote before who's now writing this. Maybe they could have gotten Christopher Priest and him back to just finish it up and maybe made it a little bit of a to-do. But it kind of was out of nowhere. Nobody knew what was going on at scene. We were confused at points, but you end up having that, and that'll end. And then Wonder Woman 769. Liar, liar. Out the door. Marika Tamaki, uh, last issue of her run on Wonder Woman. That run indeed, and she'll be going off to Detective Comics in March, and failing then we end up. up having, yeah, everybody's failing up, and you have Becky Clonin and her husband on the book when it comes back. I, I hate to say Becky Clonan, but I have to tell her husband, I don't know what your name is, dude, so Mark I know Becky I Maybe, I don't know. I have no idea. We'd have to see. You might be right, I don't know But we'll see, two of those books will be on the Patreon spotlight There's a poll that goes up on the Patreon, if you're not aware And the badasses get to pick the books in the poll Whoever wins the two, they're there and we have that But that's it, Eric, that's That's the podcast I hope everybody enjoyed all this Endless winter stuff And if you want more, Eric, that's on the Patreon So if you want all three chapters, go over to patreon.com slash weird science And get a ton of other things as well like me and Mark Chager talking about ambush Pug.
0: <laughs> the Happy worst. holidays.
2: The worst, uh, but yeah. And then in the weird deal, I, I forgot to tell you in the weird deal in the middle, me and him both bring up stories about people who committed suicide that we knew. It's holidays, people. What's wrong with Happy you? holidays. It, it <laughs> had a tie in to what was going on. Well, Mark's did. I just had to jump in. Okay, I had to do a one up. room, Well, dude. well you now it was how it was going. I mean, pretty much this whole issue that we're going through is just awfulness. That ambush bug issue is not a happy, you know, carefree type holiday issue anyway. So it's, it's a lot of nonsense. But, yeah, you can go and. You know, deal with that. I'm going to go off and do the DC deal solicits podcast. The solicits <laughs> podcast now, and I also have the. I don't uh, think
1: you're promoting your podcast, right? You can go over there. and You can deal with that shit. Just deal with it. Whoa. I'm telling
2: you. Here's the thing: people get too, you know, happy during the that's holidays. Fun, everybody, I'm going to knock you yeah, down a couple pegs. Everybody's having a great time. Couple pegs. the bad so associated with holidays. Take that, jerks! it came up naturally. You'd have to listen, Eric. You'll listen to that next week. Uh, but with that, we end up ending this show. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Alex, for emailing in. If you want to be part of the show and email in, you can email in at Comics at gmail.com. Also, again, go to Twitter, Weird Science DC. If you follow us, we'll follow you back 100%. Rate, go, review, to our, go to our. Go to our website uh, you said that and i look every day not one eric not one not even a star rating i'm like really so we should uh, just give eric. up on it <laughs> maybe maybe we'll give it one more week rating rate review subscribe all that stuff on any app you get it and you know make eric have a happy holiday right is that what you <laughs> sure, want because i'm the looking
1: every day every
2: day well i look just be able to tell you i haven't told you because we haven't had any i'm like really not one i thought that eric's you know pushing the gun up but now They're they're pushing back, Eric. Oh, my God. It's like Plymouth Rock. We end up with the end here, Eric. What what do we say at the end? Everybody have a great week. Week. Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in 7. See you in 7.
0: That's it for the podcast, so I guess it's time to go home. Closing time, you've heard the pod's over, so turn off your iPod or phone. Closing time, nine hours you just wasted, now it's time to get back to work. Closing time Pretend you're still listening Cause your co-worker's a fucking jerk Eric's got to go play with his toy Eric's got to go play with his toy Every to go has got to go play with his toy Play with his toy